0: Avast ye mateys, what's that across the starboard Daniel Stern? That is a sponsor offer, firing on our bow. Today's podcast, it is brought to you by Audible.com R. To get a free audiobook download for nary a piece of eight... Go to audibletrial.com slash watch out for fireballs. Over 100,000 leagues and titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, wands, scepters, chess, mass, mermaids, sails, jibs, or MP3 players. Ahoy! Hey look, a half of an amulet. Just what I need to placate that witch that's guarding the sandwich that I need to give the troll to open the gate to collect the torch to burn the ropes to lower the drawbridge to...
1: Hey! Hold it right there, mister. You're under arrest. Oh no,
0: not again.
1: Hey you! Yeah you! Adventure-related legal problems got you down?
0: Boy, howdy
1: then you need a plan, the Stan plan. That's me, I'm Stan, the one with the plan to get you off from any legal difficulties you might have. Because adventuring is not a crime. Is slathering honey on a cat perverted? The parish judge thought so. But Stan showed him some legal voodoo, and now I'm back on the streets. Thanks, Christ. I mean, Stan. I was about ready to whip the piss
0: out of a cop with a motorcycle chain when he caught me stealing some hobby toy bunnies, but Stan showed him, and then I threw him onto some landmines anyway. Thank you, Stan. I racked up a $1,000 late fee for not returning the linking book to Mist, so I went to Stan, and we shut that library down. It's a check-cashing place now. Thank you, Stan.
1: Larceny, not a problem. Burying someone alive? We'll bury them in mooples. Mail fraud, tax fraud, red fraud, blue fraud, good God! But don't just take my word for it.
0: My name is Ron Gilbert, and this is my absolute favorite product.
1: That's Stan's Discount Legal Practice, three miles off I 75 on Booty Island, between the check cashing place and watch out for fireballs. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is a retro video games podcast.
0: And this week we are talking about Monkey Island 2, LeChuck's Revenge, which is an adventure game developed and published by LucasArts for the PC in 1991.
1: Yep. And uh, the plot of this game is a direct continuation of The Secret of Monkey Island, with several references and allusions scattered throughout. You still play as Guybrush Threepwood, the Mighty Pirate, and the Chuck (laughs) is still the primary antagonist. Yes.
0: Monkey Island 2 continued to use and refine the Scum engine uh, with upgraded graphical capabilities uh, for showing up to 256 colors. That was a lot of colors at the time uh, on Mm -hmm. certain systems. Uh, The art for the game, fun fact here, was all
1: hand-drawn in marker and scanned in, which was a first for the studio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the game is notable for introducing the iMuse system, which allowed for a score that could be adapted and changed seamlessly on the fly in response to what was happening on the screen. Uh, this meant that moving from room to room would introduce and swap out themes and leitmotifs. Uh, this system would be used in every LucasArts adventure game from Monkey Island 2 onward. Yes. And we, it's badass.
0: It is, it is really, really fucking cool just because it's so subtle. Yep. Yeah. We talked about it in the, uh, in, the in the video game music episode.
1: Yeah, yep. yeah, and it, it, yeah, and we'll we'll talk about it more. But it's so essential for a game that's as almost like open world as this is mm-hmm. for that. So yeah,
0: yeah, uh, yeah, and and the game is basically like an interactive cartoon. So having a score that responds to what you're doing uh, yeah. really works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. Uh, another fun fact here: the game actually had an easy mode uh, with some puzzles stripped out. Uh, the back of the box joked that this was for game reviewers. Yep.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and the game—the game is actually really hard if you're not playing easy mode. So yeah. it could be for for anyone. Yeah. Um, this was Ron Gilbert's last Monkey Island game until the Tales of Monkey Island uh, Telltale Games, which he was a consultant yes. on, as my understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, the plots of Curse of Monkey Island and Escape from Monkey Island were, according to Ron, huge departures from what he had in mind for the series. Yeah. So this is the last Monkey
0: Island game that kind of had the core, the core team on it. Yep. Uh, The game was re-released as a special edition for the PC and iOS in 2010. Uh, This version had voice acting uh, from the cast of the latter games. Uh, It's really good voice acting Um, and updated graphics as well. Uh, That's the version that I played. Gary, that's the version that you played
1: as well? Indeed. Um, I played the original um, shortly after it came out. Like I've talked before about my adventure gamey uncle. Yeah. Um, I played this over there when I was young and didn't remember very much of it. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to play the remake because I wanted to uh, hear the voices. And I like the remake of the first one. Yeah. Um, just to get out of the way. I mean, we're talking about the game as its own kind of artifact. These two remakes are can serve as kind of a master class for how to do this. Yeah. Like these, I think these are the, you know, maybe the finest remakes of a game I've played. hmm Like they're so good. Like they're up there with like met, like zero mission. Yeah. Like they just, they, they make everything easier and, you know, a little bit smoother mm-hmm. and add a whole lot and still give you the opportunity to play it in classic mode if you'd like. Yeah. Actually,
0: I actually found myself for as much as I am fluent in scum to a certain extent from having played so many games in the engine, I love what they did to simplify and streamline it. Um, yeah. For
1: this. Yeah. If I was playing, I played it on my, on uh, iOS. Mm-hmm. If I was playing on a computer with mouse control, mm-hmm. I think that playing it with the scum engine. Would work, um, and that, that's just fine. Yeah. This Scum Engine kind of sucks with touch controls, yeah. Um, so the uh, so I ended up mm-hmm. playing oftentimes in the main version, and then the the cool thing is you hot swap between the aesthetics, so the, yeah. the visuals and music anytime you want, more or less, as long as you're not in a dialogue choice. Yeah. Um, so I would check in to see how things compared. <laughs> yeah, and they compare the super well.
0: Like, yeah. basically the 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 pixel art serves as a weird kind of animatic. For mm-hmm. uh, for 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 the updated art, and if you look at the concept art which you unlock, at least in the PC version, like everything matches. Like, yeah, you like you're seeing an expression of what they would have done had they had the fidelity to do it.
1: Yeah, and it yeah. should also be said that like the, you know the new version looks really good and essentially mm-hmm. looks like a moving cartoon. The old version looks really good too. Yes, it does. Like there's there's so much detail and mm-hmm. uh, so much character. Like every time I got to a new character, it would swap from the enhanced edition to the mm-hmm. old edition. I was surprised to find how much of the personality survived with a yeah. much more limited color palette and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, less resolution yeah. to the uh So, you know, just well well done all around. Yeah. This is a good-looking and sounding game. Yeah. Like,
0: the, even the animation in the old version was was tremendous, as kind of pointed out by the fact that, you know, all of the frames of animation in the new one had to be matched to a frame of animation in the old one. Yeah. So, so like, as you go back and forth, even during, like, a walk cycle or something, uh, specifically LeChuck's walk cycle, you can see, like, oh... I'm not seeing any more information in the movement here. It was just that good to begin with.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, so wh- good on you. Yeah, for real. Lucas Hearts. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, the, um, why don't you the,
1: talk to us a little bit about the plot, Cole? Yeah, yeah.
0: So um, Guybrush Threepwood has lived up to his goal of becoming a mighty pirate, having thwarted LeChuck and saved, uh, and, and having saved Governor Marley in the first game. Now, though, he was going after the famed treasure of Big Whoop because that's what pirates
1: do. Mm hmm. Yep. Um, the problem is uh, one of LeChuck's old lieutenants, Largo LeGrand, has taken over the island that uh, Guybrush is on and uh, robs him and keeps him from being able to leave. So, in the course of defeating Largo, Guybrush accidentally hands over LeChuck's beard, which is enough to revive LeChuck as a ghost zombie.
0: Yeah. So, I, I had forgotten that LeChuck was not always a voodoo ghost zombie thing. Like that yeah. he was just a dude in the
1: first game.
0: Yeah. Yep, yep. which is weird because I played the first game more than, uh, more than
1: any of them. No, he's so. a ghost pirate
0: is in he? the first one. Yeah. But oh, he's not a zombie. Okay. Now he yeah. has a
1: ghost and a zombie. Okay. Which is, which is the, the, the funny bit yeah. there. But yeah. He's a ghost pirate in the first one. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There we go.
0: Misunderstanding mm-hmm. cleared away. Mm-hmm. Uh, the game then becomes a race to get to Big Whoop before LeChuck, ultimately leading you to Dinky Island, where LeChuck traps Guybrush in some mysterious amusement park tunnels. Uh, LeChuck reveals that he is Guybrush's brother and starts torturing, with a v- torturing him with a voodoo doll, uh, prompting Guybrush to assemble his own voodoo doll of LeChuck and apparently defeats him. But then things get weird.
1: Yeah, so apparently the whole thing has been some kind of fantasy played out by young Guybrush in modern day, uh, running around a pirate-themed amusement park, Mm -hmm. trying to get away from his creepy older brother, Chucky, um, or younger brother, as it were. You know, they run off, and it's revealed that this whole thing was an illusion woven by LeChuck, maybe, um, (laughs) as it is. So it's funny, because that's what, you know, Cole writes out the plots of these things. Like, this is Mm -hmm. a contentious point. Yep. So not everybody agrees with that. Like... I have where I kind of like it better, mm-hmm. you know, without analyzing little bits of Evan. Like, these things are open to interpretation. If Bonfireside Chat has taught me anything, like, <laughs> you can only go so far hunting for evidence for things. Yeah. Like, sometimes I just want to follow which one I like more. Yeah. If in the lack of objective truth, I'm just going to choose the truth that I like the best. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, the, the later sequels would go and retcon this mm-hmm. and say that the whole thing was definitely illusion. Um, I don't personally like that ending, though. Yeah. So.
0: Nor do I, but uh, it, it's one of my favorite endings in video game history. Though.
1: Yeah, it's super good. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's really it's really great. Yeah. Um, and it's one of the things, like, we'll talk about it as we go through the episode, but um, this is an amazingly strong game. It has a lot of faults. One of the things that does put it over its predecessor in, you know, not just, like, visual fidelity and sound and everything um, is that it's much more ambitious. Mm-hmm. Like, the first one had no, no illusions of doing anything kind of, you know, this neat with the story. I feel like the first one is more of like a medium for jokes.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that the first one, just be, just by way of... Because of how it was developed as a serious game first, and then because they just had so much fun writing the jokey dialogue stuff that they turned it into what it was. Like, I think that it, it, they they didn't have it from the planning stage as being the subversive quirky yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yeah. So... This yeah. one, they had, the, they, they had the benefit of, like, knowing exactly what it was going to look and feel like from the very start. And, right. uh, and, and, the, and
1: it's that bears it, out. It's informed by the first one, too, mm-hmm. and kind of by um, adventure games at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the, a lot of what you do in this game and the way that the game kind of, like, slyly winks at it is commentary on the genre. Yeah. You know, at the time. So this is kind of like a, a reaction
2: yeah.
1: um, to a lot of what was going on. Yeah. There and and has no pretensions about it, Nope. which I really like. Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. You know, as kind of noted by the fact that Guybrush is a sociopath in this one. Yeah,
1: he's, yeah, he's, he, I love him. And yeah. having the voice acting like makes me like him a lot more. Yep. Like uh, Dominic Armano. Yeah, Um That guy, that guy's a national treasure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, uh, yeah, he's a, he's a bad person though. <laughs> yeah. And the, the uh, and the game just doesn't hide it. And, like, people react as if he is a lot of the time. And, like, you know, just underlying that bit, you know, adventure game protagonists are terrible. Like, (laughs) you do terrible things constantly. Like, we were talking about it in the Gabriel Knight episode, like, impersonating a priest priest to take advantage of, like, the old lady and steal her family heirlooms. Like, what are you doing, Gabriel? You don't even know that you need that thing yet. (laughs) You just know it's a thing and you have to have it. Um, And that (laughs) happened constantly in this game. Like, Mm -hmm. I just, like, you know... Ooh, here's the thing. I bet you I can pick it up. I don't, you know, I can imagine the puzzle is like 10 screens down the, down the way. How can I trick this person into taking this thing that they need or love? Because I might need it in the future. Yeah. <laughs> imagine yeah. living your life that way. It's mm-hmm. Incredible. You know,
0: that peg leg, it looks real nice. It looks kind of like you need it,
1: but
0: sauce, 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 sauce.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, just cause he
0: can. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So I also like that uh, uh the, the way that they provide insurance for why Guybrush can't die in this game is because he so it begins with you telling a story to Elaine as you're hanging from this uh piece of rebar on a rope.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. And you're telling the all of the events of this uh all of the events of the game as a story to Elaine um and you open up on Guybrush again telling the story of the first game to these pirates.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is a running again, like that self-referentiality mm-hmm. to to the series and to adventure games is a running theme mm-hmm. throughout this. So like, Guybrush trying to impress people with things that he's done and you know, i.e., what the player has done, mm-hmm. and nobody buys it or gives a shit, <laughs> um, is is a really pretty delightful, yeah, um, kind of through line. But what you're going into is saying that like any time you die, Elaine says that didn't happen. You're telling me the story now, um, which is the same thing that happens in uh, Prince of Persia. Yeah, yeah. Which, is, which, you know, they, they, that's a device that I've seen, you know, multiple places, but this might be the earliest example I've seen of it. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and
0: he says, ah, oh, sorry, I was just trying to make it exciting.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, yeah. come on, dude. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. He's like, it's like, just such like dopey confidence. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just so charming. Like <laughs> just kind of like, ah, uh, so good. He's so good. I love this character so much. Yeah. Uh, and, you can, and you
0: can pick what flavor of, of of overconfident or naive or whatever he is. You can make him as snarky as you want him to be. It's, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. I, I like him as kind of wide-eyed declarative. Mm-hmm. Um, and with the exception of, like, I never pass up uh, selling fine leather jackets. No, never. If I can do it. Like, that's always <laughs> the option I'll choose. Yeah. But other than that, like, I like having him answer honestly and enthusiastically mm-hmm. to things that were, like, subtext would be. Preferable. Yeah. Uh, so for, for work, I,
0: I, I write scripts and things. And I have this hit list, like this bounty of things that I try and work into, uh, work into videos. And fine leather jackets is something that I have attempted at least three or four times to get in and never gotten in. Well who's who's snaking ya? <laughs> like, it's, it's always the client. So I always try and work in way of the future. Um, mm-hmm. and then if there's an opportunity to work in uh, leather jackets, but it always gets like that's weird. I don't like that. Change it to something else. So damn it. <laughs> you're right, but
2: yeah. Uh, oh well. So <laughs>
1: So, um, you know, so you're, you're going through, you're telling those other pirates about it. They don't give a shit. Nope. You continue to kind of move on to, uh, Is this this is where you first hear about Big Whoop? Like, Because yeah. you're going to go get the treasure. Um, and you head in and you meet uh, Largo LeGrand, mm-hmm. who shakes all the money out of you. <laughs> Literally holds you up by your ankles. Yeah. Real cartoonish. And, and like, there are many, like, this game is cartoonier than the yeah. first one in, like, a Warner Brothers kind of sense. Yeah, which I greatly enjoy about it. Yeah. yeah. The, uh Especially at the end, like all the voodoo doll stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the it's, horrifying uh, voodoo doll stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: there, there are lots of little psychags like uh, in there, in there throughout. Like in the drinking uh, contest, like his eyes bulge out and his, uh, and his, uh, you know, jaw drops and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, you you meet Largo. He's like this big nose, short little unpleasant dude. I like his voice. Joe in Pesci. This. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. Hey,
1: I didn't yeah, know jo- it he's it. Joe Pesci. Like he's <laughs> Joe Pesci in the super. Yeah, he's the super. Um, so you meet the super of uh, of uh, of the island. You know. So I've I've I figured out
0: that like one of my major domains of knowledge is bad comedy movies from the '90s. Yeah, it is.
1: Yeah, that's weird. I figured that out.
0: <laughs> I, I wasn't self-aware enough to recognize it, but now,
1: yeah. now constantly dropping like eight heads in a duffel bag, <laughs> knowledge and shit. Yeah, <laughs> we watch that stuff. I know, uh.
0: but uh, but yeah, he shakes you down. So you, the, this this is why you don't have all of your riches from the from the first game. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Guybrush's new design yeah um just the the like the color choice on that is really cool his uh his jacket um in the uh, he's got this beard i always read it as actually being a beard but in the uh in the concept art and in the updated special edition art it's an attempt at a beard yeah and
1: people <laughs> reference it a couple times yeah. and that turns into a running joke in the later games in the series too mm-hmm. like he shaves it and everyone talks about it being a mistake <laughs> like that he was trying to grow it and because yeah, several yeah. people make fun of him for it mm-hmm. um yeah but he looks really good and it's just showing the, like the the um, marks of his success, mm-hmm. you know, having come out of a successful first game. Yeah. Um, so Largo takes all your money. No one can leave the island, and just kind of cursory discussions with the townspeople. You learn that no one—he's stopping anybody from leaving, yeah. shaking everybody, everybody down. Mm-hmm. So, and pretty much like he interrupts a couple of the places where you go into too. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: comes in and, and says some stuff, but you're mm-hmm. kind of introduced to these mm-hmm. co- like puzzle piece cogs. Like, this is the most traditional adventure game we've done. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to. Like organizationally, a little bit difficult. Yeah, you know to to do that. So you're introduced to all these things. Standard adventure game rules apply. Like you want to own everything mm-hmm. that you can. So if you can pick up everything you can, exhaust all your dialogue, not just because it's a delight, you know, <laughs> but uh, because you're going to end up using it to get things once you find out what you actually need to do. And you find out that you need to get a, uh, a voodoo doll for him. Yeah. So uh, yeah, eventually you go to the the swamp and. Uh, and get the specifics of what you need. Yeah. But a voodoo doll is going to do it. Yeah.
0: So you have this recipe, something of the thread, something of the head, something of the body, something of the dead, which almost rhymes. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, so so this kind of sets out the the MacGuffins that you're going after. And you're pretty much going to you're, – you're just on this one island and you're working with these shopkeepers in order yep. to uh, basically make Largo's life a living hell.
1: Yep. Yep, and then the uh, so you know I guess you actually don't hear about Big Whoop just yet. So you just you go in, and Largo takes that takes you out. Yeah, because um, yeah, you learn about Big Whoop from uh, Wally. Yeah, so so guybrush like guy character in the series,
0: <laughs> guybrush mentions Big Whoop, um, you know, to the to the pirates around the campfire, but uh, Wally uh, oh tells just, him the legend. Just just a, just a little guy um, yeah. uh, <laughs> elaborates on Big Whoop, kind of kind of like saying, okay, it's on some some place called Dinky Island. Um, I. <sighs> Playing it again, I thought that because you know it's a dinky, and then a couple of people, uh, all of it ends in key. I figured it was going to be like, oh, it's back at Monkey Island, but turns out that mm. it's just dinky. But uh, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, uh, Wally is my favorite character in the game, probably. Yeah, I
1: like Wally. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's no guybrush. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, I suppose. Yeah, um, I like Wally a lot. He's also the first person whose lives you ruin and shows what um, something that happens a lot in this adventure game that is not always uh, the case are kind of dexterity or timed based um, puzzles or mm-hmm. ac- item acquisitions. I guess is a better way to put it. Yeah. Um, so the big thing you need from this man, other than a little bit of information, is to steal his eyesight. Uh, like <laughs> the stonecutters did with it. the kingfish. Um, so you uh, you would just wait for him to rub his eyes and just take mm-hmm. it away. Yeah, he just kind of paws around until he slowly stars to death, like one of those. What <laughs> are those brothers were in New York? like what oh, <laughs> like so,
0: collapses yeah, under a, 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 a dies under a collapsed newspaper pile
1: yeah 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 and the other one just says blind and and deaf in bed screaming for <laughs> that's wally's fate Thanks yeah
0: guy, yeah well like you can take it again without even knowing that you need it you don't need it until the very end of this section yeah but because but because you see this very distinct animation and when you mouse over it you see that it is pick right right <laughs> and As it, it yeah. yeah, He has so many lines about it, too, and they're progressively sadder. Like,
1: how will I do my work? <laughs> like, yeah. They, and they repeat that later when you do an even more ghastly thing. So yeah. the, <laughs> that's kind of, you know, it's very, mm-hmm. and, and, and the voice acting adds so much to it, too. Mm-hmm. Like, just reading the text is one thing, but hearing the increasing desperation yeah. from these people you're ruining. <laughs>
0: And okay, so th- so this this isn't related to the special edition, but it kind of speaks to the to the quality of the writing in the first one. Without voice acting, all of the timing was carried on when they displayed the text, and mm-hmm. that is pulled off really, really well, masterfully. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So just yeah. see like seeing the insistence of that as it keeps going on and on is uh, just through text is uh, kind of a kind of a feat, actually. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, so you know, kind of continue. We're just going to kind of hit the highlights of these these parts, and then when we get to specific puzzles, mm-hmm. talk about what we do for them. Is that does that make sense? Yeah,
0: that makes sense. I don't think that we need to go through the entire flowchart, which is, I mean, I organize the notes with like, okay, here's how you get the thread, here's how you get the head, and then just speaking to like what the what the overall like puzzle arc for that was.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
0: then we can talk about who you, like who we encounter there too.
1: Right, right, and yeah, specifically, um, you know, like thing, things that we like. There so the voodoo lady like I, I kind of previously mentioned a little bit has a much bigger part in this game mm-hmm. um lives in a spooky swamp you <laughs> take a, a skeleton boat to get to her to ride up a skull elevator. you take a coffin boat yeah a coffin boat that's why. Yeah. <laughs> yes. um yeah uh, skeletons you know,
0: on the brain that's why they call you the bone master
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um and the founder and ceo of spooky skeleton, that. <laughs> <Yes. combo. laughs> the um so uh uh Yes, uh, that's chief executive officer. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so and she tells you, you know, she's kind of like your your hint lady. Yeah. In this game, like if you get stuck, you can go back to her and she will oftentimes tell you what to do next, especially for this first part of the game. Yeah. Um, yeah, and this is like uh, it's the same do we I think we verified it in the Gabriel Knight voice it's the same lady, right?
0: Bruh. Did you say that? No, I don't I don't I don't remember that coming up.
1: I thought you had said that. I might be wrong though. Um yeah, anyway, so we have this laundry list of things we need to get from Largo to make a make a Voodoo doll. Yeah. So
0: how do we want to approach this? This is so hard for an adventure game. <laughs> yeah, cuz yeah. there's
1: so many like micro actions. Yeah,
0: and and it's very it's very interwoven. That becomes more of a thing later, like when we're talking about getting the map pieces, but like you're not going to like go after these single-mindedly saying, I'm going after something of the thread. Like right. you're, you're going to hit like 25% of every quest just by going after one of them. So to say it in a linear order kind of like takes away some of the joy of discovery um, or doesn't or doesn't bring that up just kind of like oh, I went into the into the hotel room and I got the I got the uh, you know the wig but man, I also needed to get in there for this. So you have a limited set of props and a limited set of settings where a bunch of different things happen.
1: Right, yeah, right, right, right. So, yeah, like just kind of noteworthy things, I guess. Mm -hmm. This is yeah, it's tricky, tricky to uh, you know attach our our general style Mm -hmm. to this. Um, So you know, like I said, we we ruined Wally's life. We talked about getting that. Um, Just this is skipping ahead a little bit, but just so to complete that as a quest thing. The weird, I found that a little bit. I didn't like the logic of that so much. No, no, like I didn't the, like that getting, at all. Like, yeah, so the the pirate who's going to be your conveyance through this, um, Captain Dread, mm-hmm. um, who is a Rastafarian, <laughs> um, is the uh, is he wants that, and the reason why is because he has a, a necklace that he is missing. Yeah. Uh, what's the word? Does he say necklace?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah he does say necklace.
1: Yeah, so it's a necklace, and he's just like, you know, it's a necklace, I'd seen the world with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're supposed to, the adventure game logic you're supposed to do is that, oh, Wally's monocle has seen the world because yeah, he's because, a tar- cartographer.
0: Well, he and, and he, he even says, like, you can see the whole world without leaving your house.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's a little bit, like, the a little adventure game mm-hmm. you know? Like, the same thing when we end up doing JRPGs. Like, I don't want to spend too much time just talking about, you know, things you accept with the genre. Like, it's not... Mm-hmm. You know, it's fun to try to figure that out, but sometimes it's a perfect stretch and sometimes it's a little bit, Yeah. you know, no. later on, there's a place where you use a monkey as a wrench. And I was <laughs> yeah. delighted to do that. Yeah. Like that was fine for me, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. but this, this, I felt like it just, this took me a long time to figure out and I ended up resorting to a hint Yeah. Um, for it. Partly because of playing on a deadline.
0: But. Yeah. Well, ju- just, just as like a general thing, universal hint system, just yeah. Google for that. That is the way to, if you're stuck in any adventure game, that's the best way to, uh, to get through. Yep. Yeah. yeah, universal
1: system rules.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, the, the the reason that like you're here, L- Largo has put up this embargo. Hence, the chapter titled "The Largo Embargo." And mm-hmm. uh, you know that Big Whoop isn't on Scab, so you have to get off of uh, off of Scab Island. Um, and he's stopping you from doing that.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, so you collect these pieces of his body by picking up things and tricking people. Mm-hmm. Um, notable, you know, other terrible thing you do, like when you go to the bar, um, the bartender uh, has hired a new cook. Um, you know that you need a little bit of money and uh, also ultimately you need to get, uh, you know, so, you can get into the kitchen with the cook, and you end up framing him. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the uh, and then you do that before you leave. You don't do that after. Uh, you you do it before you leave. So you like yeah. when you
0: initially get into the kitchen, you're just you're just there to get the knife, and you like you know that you're gonna need some money there later. That's actually part of the puzzle, like later on. Um, yeah. Like, like the, the the whole thing where you put the where you put the rat in the vichyssoise. Yeah, um, like like that's in order to get him fired so that you can enter into the most asinine employment contract, which is OK, we'll give you your first week's pay up front.
1: Yeah, exactly. Here's first week's pay up front. Don't leave. Yeah, Like, yeah, you just have to stay back and cook. But luckily, you can get in and out to just I'm just noting it mostly because it's a shitty mm-hmm. thing to do to somebody. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just uh well at least the at least the soup is
1: cold. So yeah. you don't yeah, kill so they, the Yeah, rat. that's fine. And they, yeah. they point that
0: out. Yeah.
1: Um and then you also you dig up like his grandfather's bones. There's no puzzle to that? No, no, you, but you're... there is an awesome cutscene. scene. Yeah. <laughs> like yep. This
0: this like great Frankenstein-esque, like it gets real like oh like he says ah, I feel weird about this and then like there's thunder and lightning.
1: Yeah. And then at the end to undercut the pretension like his pants fall down.
0: Yeah. Which yep. uh, and the commentary? So there's a commentary throughout the throughout the whole special edition, uh, which is you know just uh, Ron Gilbert, Tim Schafer, and Dave Grossman uh, talking about certain places. It's really cool. And in this, they talk about like Tim hates the pants.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. I saw that on, on YouTube. I didn't get to see all the commentary, but I saw that. Yeah. They talk about that specifically, mm-hmm. and it's fun, it's fun to watch them kind of spar over it.
0: Yeah. Um but uh but yeah that's that, that's a real simple one. Like uh getting something of the head is real easy too. You just have to get into his hotel room and you do that by cutting the hotel's pet alligator free from yeah. his from his post and
1: <laughs> Yeah, the the logic of when uh, Largo's home and not yeah. is a little frustrating. So, like, he walked in on me when I was doing one of these things. I think it was mm-hmm. when I was trying to put the bucket of mud over the door, mm-hmm. and then he was just there, and I had no idea what I needed. I thought I had to do an adventure gamey thing to get him to leave, right? But right. you just go back to the map, and he leaves. Mm-hmm. So I was like trying, I spent a long time trying to figure out, like, okay, how do I get this guy to leave? Do I ring the bell? Do I try to find the hotel clerk? clerk mm-hmm. You know, to try to, like, lots of, you know, do I fuck around with the guest registry? You, like, all kinds of things. You
0: can't be blamed for that because that's such a huge part of Maniac Mansion
1: and adventure games in general. Yeah. Like how do I do and in this game, even mm-hmm. how do I distract this person long enough to do wrong to them <laughs> um, and the uh, and i couldn 't do it, so eventually, I just like left the island because like one of the things that frustrates me about this game and they remedy it in later games mm-hmm. is you spend so much time walking between things, yeah um, and it just takes forever because you're there's a lot of trial and error involved and because mm-hmm. sometimes you know the the moments where you can make the leap to like oh shit, I understand what i 'm supposed to do, mm-hmm. like feel great. The moments when you are like, I'm not totally sure. Maybe this will work. Um, you end up trying a lot of things, and even in this first part of the game, that ends up involving a lot of walking. Mm-hmm. Later on, that ends up involving like a Herculean amount of like just trucking around. Well, yeah,
0: because they flung ev- like all the key items to the far corners of the Caribbean.
1: Yeah, like uh, yeah. like
0: intentionally so. Yeah, and when I was playing it, I'm you know like obviously I'm a you know I I tend to lack patience, uh, especially if i feel like my time is being wasted you know um and the only benefit that i could think of is that like over the course of walking it gives you time to think and mull over stuff however i could e- just as easily think by standing still and then like taking a break to do that yeah. so it's like enforced
1: quiet time it's the same logic behind the boss run-ups in dark souls yeah. yeah yeah so the the um but i would rather just do that at my own pace and i don't know if that speaks to you know, just a, a kind of sea change in the patient general like patience level of people, mm-hmm. where I think that you know gamers and people in general are probably a little less patient yep. than they used to be. Um, you know, because back in the day, you just kind of marvel at what you were seeing when we were walking between. But even though I can appreciate it now, yeah. I just I want a little bit more interactivity. So, like a fast travel or something like that, I think is pretty key yeah. for adventure games. Mm-hmm um and would have been a big help here and i'm surprised they didn't do it for the enhanced remake
0: yeah me too i found myself double clicking uh several times like hoping that there would be like a run cycle or something yeah there.
1: yeah and yeah, that,
0: that, that might just be an extension of how closely they had to hew to the original programming to be able to run both of them at the same time but yeah i, yeah. I, I, I don't know i can't speak to the te- to the technical uh side of that particular part but
1: yeah um, just and speaking of like specific scenes, mm-hmm. um, before we get kind of the end of this island, um, one of my favorites is when you do dump the mud on Largo's head, <laughs> yeah. and then you go and witness the argument he's having with the dry cleaner guy. Yeah. I really like that character. With, with Mad Marty. <laughs> yeah, Mad Marty, who like doesn't understand anything. No. <laughs> um, and just, you know, what, do you want to party all night? Sure. And he's so amicable to everything he's misinterpreting. <laughs> yeah. oh, well, We'll stay up all night. Like, there's a line where he says that. He's <laughs> yeah. like, you you better get this right. Yeah, we'll stay up all night. Sure.
2: <laughs> it's, yeah, like, it's kind
1: of like. Whatever you want. This little guy's yelling at me. I'll do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I like that character a whole lot.
0: Yeah, so. it's got that little ear trumpet. Yeah, uh, I think one of my favorite little scenelets in this is trying to get the bucket. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I like that, too. Yeah, we're just kind of like yeah. you, you go for the bucket and the, and the performance artist pirates. They say, uh, uh, you, you can't have that.
1: And like, please, pretty, please, pretty, well, please you, with sugar on top. Yeah, well, you have different ways you can do it because mm-hmm. you can wheedle them. You can say, please. I said, well, do you own the bucket? And they're like, no. And I was like, well, I'm going to take it then. All right. And they're like, I guess. Like, you can argue them in different ways. Mm, yeah. And something that uh, Ron talked about, um, has talked about when he talks about these games, is that like having these multiple dialogue options that lead to the same thing mm-hmm. just gives you an opportunity to tell like four separate jokes.
2: Yeah.
1: You know? But the game actually kind of has a weird kind of replay value to it. Mm-hmm. If you're playing on easy, it's just you can see kind of how these different dialogue threads. You know, play out. Yeah. Like the puzzles themselves, it's not fun to play through a puzzle once you know the solution necessarily. Mm -hmm. But the fact that there's a lot of content that you don't get in a single pass over the game is really cool. Yeah. You know, it's not like a a Sierra game where, like, you need to exhaust every dialogue option (laughs) with every person and they're kind of static. Here, you know, they're just branching paths, like four parallel paths, Mm -hmm. and they all lead to the same place. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and the dialogue just generally well written. I that it's obvious, but it bears mentioning anyway. Yep. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. They, they, they wrote four jokes, but they wrote four really good jokes.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, uh, yeah so you get the voodoo doll, mm-hmm. and uh, and you use it on uh, you know, use it on Largo, yeah. and just kind of stab it through his guts. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> which is like and, yeah. Uh, uh,
0: pretty intense. Pr- pr- pretty intense. Pretty 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 dark. Uh, pretty gross. Uh, Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, you know, it, eventually it comes out. You learned that Largo was associated with LeChuck before. Like, you're going around, you know, spouting to everybody who gives you the time of day, like, hey, I killed LeChuck. And like, ah, best not be saying that because Largo uh, was on his crew, etc., etc. Yeah. And yep. Largo doesn't believe that Guybrush uh, did this. So Guybrush pulls out this trophy that he has, which is LeChuck's living beard. This, like, Mm -hmm. squiggly, it's like snakes to you know, snakes to
1: pay or whatever.
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, and uh, it was like, yo, yoink, Largo takes it, and that's enough to that's enough for him to be able to revive LeChuck.
1: Yeah. Um, One of the things, you got one note of it here. I don't know if you caught all of them. But, like, after you get rid of Largo, yeah. all these people have been complaining about him. You go and you tell them, like, hey, I got rid of Largo. Yeah. And everyone takes credit for it. Yeah. Like, every single person has been doing their own thing to get rid of Largo. Yeah. And uh, they, they just think, oh, my thing finally worked. And no one believes you. Which, yep. again, is undercutting, you know, a, kind of a classic video game structure of, like, reward and, and praise for doing good. Mm-hmm. You know, where yeah. he's like, you're met with a shrug.
0: Yeah, like, yeah. once I succeeded, I went like I went on, like, a victory lap talking to everybody, saying, like, hey, I killed Lugger LeGrand, or yeah, I got rid of him. It's like, yeah,
1: no. <laughs> My favorite yeah. is that Wally says,
0: oh, well, I guess I can stop throwing bricks through his windows then.
1: Yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> or, like, uh, the cook's been putting laxatives in his beer. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: yeah. It's, it's, uh, so, everyone's, it's a team effort. Mm-hmm. Um, the big thing, though, is you find out, so you get, this is where you get the, uh, the book that talks about the four map pieces, mm-hmm. right? So you know that there are four map pieces, four legendary pirates who uh, who had the big whoop, yeah. And uh, you get a little snippet of detail about all their lives that is just the beginning of kind of a trail of clues, yeah, for you. So they, they were
0: all local, or they all retired to this area of the Caribbean. So the, it gives you a hint of where to start go, like where to start your search.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah but just barely a hand like this. Oh, and then yeah. the, you know, the world opens up and now you can go between three islands. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is like exponentially more complicated. Mm-hmm. And the way that all of the puzzle objects for these can be gathered from, from all that. Like we already talked about that, but it's a, both a strength and a weakness, like it's neat to have this kind of interconnected world and just mm-hmm. kind of have a general sense of bigness. Um, it is a little frustrating and kind of takes away some of the purity of the puzzles, especially like, when you're using one form of, like, a stick mm-hmm. for something, and it's like, I've got a <laughs> fucking ore, Why can't I use the ore instead of the plank? Mm-hmm. You know, or something like that. Or, like, why do I have to use the stick to reach the thing instead of the ore, mm-hmm. You know, things, things like that. Like, it gets a little frustrating where you're doing a little bit of, like, one of the things um, in, uh, like, a talk that Ron gave about *Manny Mansion, he was talking about how frustrating found this like kind of guess the parser like guess what the adventure game creators were referring to this bush as Mm and what word they used um and you you end up running into a little bit of that even though like doing this graphical and verb point click interface got rid of a lot of that which is really Mm -hmm. revolutionary and neat it also means you still run into it a little bit though yeah where like i can know what type of object i need Mm -hmm. but whether i need a knife or a saw yeah like in the real world both would work i just need to figure out which one works in this in this specific game yeah
0: and sometimes the justifications given like are it, when, when they bother to give a justification that like they're really flimsy like oh i don't want to break
1: it what what yeah <laughs> and sometimes they're a joke which is fine yeah. uh-huh. like I, i'm fine with them telling a joke in the service of like that kind of thing and you couldn't just have like literally a toolbox that just you know every bladed object works as a bladed object like that would be too simple so mm-hmm. i get it but yeah. it becomes frustrating when you have this big of a landmass you're covering mm-hmm because you know, I, I I probably haven't found the specific kind of like piece of paper you want. Yeah. You know, oh, I can only put the spit on the back of one kind of paper. N- not, or write this, the on, not this. Not this bucket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not that. Yeah, exactly. Not this bucket or this cup or mm. this you know near grog. Yeah, um, yeah,
0: and and, and like it, it gets especially frustrating at the very at the very end of the game. There's a puzzle where you have to cut something out of a bag, and the knife that you use to solve an, an earlier puzzle, which you're going to have. Um, yeah can't be used for that for yeah, some exactly.
1: reason they don't do the adventure game thing of clearing out your inventory of unneeded objects anymore yeah. Yeah. which is i i'm in favor of that mm-hmm. like do that signal to me yeah. what i need you know especially if you're going to have that kind of restricted use
2: mm-hmm.
1: of a thing so that yeah that that bag puzzle is specifically frustrating to me yeah. uh, and then even in the end like in the end game and we'll get there but i would have liked to have had my inventory kind of clipped down to a bare minimum for that yeah you know, I feel like that would have been helpful and would have just made like some of the timed inventory combinations easier if I didn't have so much stuff to scroll through. Yeah. You know, and part of me
0: thinks that maybe that was a little bit intentional, specifically because they offer that shop on Booty Island where you can buy anything that isn't nailed down and very yeah. little if it serves any actual purpose.
1: It's, yeah, like item chaff, which we, yeah. we talked about in uh, Shadowgate, like mm-hmm. in the Mac Venture games. Yeah. Um, and like item chaff, like I get it. Mm-hmm. But it kind of becomes frustrating when you have this wide of a just geographical area where things can be. Mm-hmm. So.
0: so speaking of that wide geographical area, like you're going to be you are going to be moving in between all these islands very, very frequently. Yeah. Um, and at least initially, they make this choice to have the. So you do the Indiana Jones map where you follow the dotted line along and you see the trip that they take, which is this, is this like slow meandering. It goes out of the way and zigzag, zigzags back and forth and circles around on itself. Is that because Dread's high?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I know. <laughs> that, that was I my only up, guess. Like on, on my. When I was playing on iOS, the, uh, it didn't load that animation immediately. Really? So I assumed that it was hanging, or it was just waiting to try to do something. So I hit the skip button mm. on that, and I don't remember it from when I was younger. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, but uh, yeah. I mean, they they say they say in the uh, in in the commentary that this was a conscious decision, like when they were laying this out on a whiteboard to like to, to make it as difficult as, as possible.
1: Yeah, like that, yeah. or, or it's a convoluted. hard it's a hard adventure game. So. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So,
0: looking at this here, like let's talk about like getting each map piece. Do you think? Okay. Like like that that might be a good organizational structure. This is the better portion of the game, not like better like quality, but this is where you're going to be spending most of your time. Yep.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. It's, it's several hours. Yep. Yeah. Um yeah, so let's talk, we'll talk about Rapscallion first. Mm-hmm. This is his first on here. So the bit of geographic or uh, biographic information you have is he's buried on Scab Island, and he owned uh, the Sizzlin' Weenie mm-hmm. hot dog stand. He was a, a pirate chef.
0: Yeah. Um, and you know that the Sizzlin' Weenie, it's like you see it in the back of the very first screen of the game. Yeah. So you can go there and find out that it's locked up and closed and everything. So mm-hmm. then it becomes a matter of uh, investigating the graveyard and seeing that uh, stands back, stands around. This time he's not selling
1: used boats. He's selling used coffins. Yeah, m- much darker. Like he has a yeah. line where he says something like, um, I wanted a clientele that I knew wouldn't come back <laughs> or something like that. Like just implying, you know, yeah. uh, he's you know, he sold a lot of defective cribs yeah. or something in the yeah. past. and <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. Implying like and it says like, oh, they've only been used for like a couple of hours at most. What yeah. with what with the live burials and all?
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, Foreshadowing something that will
0: that that'll happen later. And actually spans the series.
1: Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um so this is kinda cool, like the the uh you're tricking him into demoing the coffin for you to kind of distract him, going back into that adventure game thing of like, how do I uh you know, distract someone enough to do wrong to them, mm-hmm. and at first it's fine. Where it's like, you know, he gets into the coffin, and he gives you a, uh, uh, you close the coffin, and he, get, he like comes out of it, he's like, oh, you're testing the door, eh? Mm-hmm. And he gives you a, gives you a napkin that everybody gets and stuff. But way darker. Um, you eventually get, you get a hammer and nails from the woodmaster shop from the first island <laughs> by sawing a peg leg off of one of like the recurring characters from the first game, yeah. and he goes out to fix it since the guy has a peg leg, he can't go out to do it, so he mm-hmm. steals hammer and nails and literally like cast of monte cristo like the cask uh,
0: of amontillado
1: yeah amontillado the stand into the uh, cast of monte cristo i could go for a cast of monte cristo's right now um uh, yeah like wall him in yeah nail him into a coffin fucking straight up kill bill 2 style
0: like (laughs) and he keeps he keeps like pleading like seriously let me out yeah until eventually
1: he's like i can't breathe very well like i'm claustrophobic yeah Ah, that that shouldn't be as funny as it is. Yeah, but, well, he's kind of a shitheel. Well,
0: yeah, yeah, he's a he's a yep. monster.
1: It's um, probably the worst thing that you do though in the game. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, even worse than like desecrating several graves because they're not—they're all, all dead.
1: Yeah, they're all dead. Yeah. Desi- Listen, I've I've said it before <laughs> on the show. I know. Let me just throw that offer out there. Anybody who's listening <laughs> wants to do anything to me once I'm dead? I don't give a fuck. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, do it.
2: Yeah, but um,
1: but. <laughs> the, the big thing you want here is to get the crypt key. Yeah. So you saw the crypt with his name on it. You get the crypt key. Um, Yeah. And you eventually go to uh, go to the crypt and you see that it is a full of pirate coffins that just have quotes on them, but no names. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So the, you're trying to match the epitaph to uh, Rapscallion and Guybrush showing a a shocking amount of like, you know, restraint says, I don't want to I don't want to open up the wrong one.
2: Which, yeah. Yeah. Yep.
1: There's a couple of places where you could lie and get, uh, you know, kind of get ahead, mm-hmm. and don't do it. Just showing his weird adventure it's, game morality. Yeah, he's like he's he's like a Anton Chigurh Yeah, <laughs> a little
0: <laughs> bit. I'm going to flip um, a coin here and decide whether or not I'm going
1: to bury you alive. <laughs> <laughs> um. So you know, you know, quotes. So where are you going to find quotes? The library. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, fair enough. Um. You go there. You can event. You can go through the card catalog. Um, this librarian is one of the most annoying characters in the game when you yeah. have their voices on. Because like, you're constantly commenting to yourself and she's constantly shushing you. And, like, mm-hmm. no one likes to be shushed. Yeah. What we do to dogs when we're mad at them, like, it, it doesn't feel good. She, she might as well squirt you with a spray bottle. Yeah, no. <laughs> um,
2: What's in you your go mouth? Through
1: the, you go through the card catalog. You find the popular quotations book. Mm-hmm. but It's been checked out. And uh, the governor, Governor Fat has it. Yeah. Who arrested you when you first got to the island, but it's not quest significant, so we didn't talk about it. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Governor Fats, really gross. Repulsive. Yeah. There's, like, mustard mayonnaise cannon. Yeah. <laughs> like, that he has, like, flying in, Like, he just eats condiments mm-hmm. only, and he just has this machine hooked up to throw condiments into his mouth. Like, he's repulsive. And even, you know, you look at the high def, like, new version, he's disgusting, mm-hmm. and then swipe it to the old version, he's equally disgusting. Like, yeah. he's a nasty-looking character. Mm-hmm. yeah
0: Yeah, but he's got this he's got this book resting on his belly and so you have to do the indiana jones idol swap yeah um, in order to in in order to get a hold of it so you check out another book just uh like there there are random like non-significant books that you can pull out uh from the library after forging information to get your to your library card
1: yeah i I love getting the library card yeah so and then i love when you have that later and you can offer it as id Mm -hmm. um the uh the the this has tons of like little throwaway gags like all these mm-hmm. books yeah. you don't get. I ended up picking up the one that Elaine Marley uh, wrote, which is uh, next to nothing. My tale of being uh, you know in a relationship <laughs> with a loser or something next like that. To nothing. <laughs> yeah, next to nothing. Really good. That's pretty good. <laughs> um, yeah,
0: yeah. They, 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 um, and, and the commentary they, they they say they put out like a call across the company to get just like mm-hmm. funny you know, because, because there are so many of them. Yeah. And like every card has a joke on it pretty much. So like a lot of those were, if not written by, you know, the, the main three themselves from people in the company.
1: Yeah. There's yeah. also a book called yikes in yikes, <laughs> <laughs> um, which is also a good one. Yeah. Um, and there are other significant books you need from here. Yeah. yeah. But for now, you, this is what you need. You keep
0: coming back, which I, I, I don't know. That didn't land for me for as much as I, okay, missed fan. I love going to a library to reference stuff, but like, it, it was almost like, okay, nothing else works the library is the last resort.
1: Yeah. And, and sometimes it'll, it'll point directly to a book, but it's also knowledge you could have got for something else. Yeah. Just as easily, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
0: But you get that, um, you, you, you go do the swap and the animation actually is like, there's a bunch of, you know, just general Lucas references in this, especially the end boy, howdy, but, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, you get the, you get the, the mm-hmm. book and you match it up with whatever, uh, you know, with, with, the right, with the right one, and then you find out, oh, he was cremated and then buried in a coffin. That makes no sense. Um, yep. Better go to the voodoo lady.
1: Yep. Yep, yep, yep. yep. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, eventually you can just go to the coffin and look at it and see ashes. Mm-hmm. Um, so you go to the voodoo lady. There's not very much to point you to the voodoo lady.
0: You. It, it hinges on you having examined all the bottles on her shelf and seeing, like, ash to a- life.
1: Yeah. Which, yeah. I mean, even, like... I don't know. Like, those are yeah. small little detailed things. Mm-hmm. And it's very easy just to think of them as just being a generic bottles block uh-huh. and not, like, when you scroll over bottles and not know that there are a bunch of them that are individually named. Yeah. that only become named when you examine them. So this is a, one of those frustrating leaps. Yeah. It's, like, just,
0: it's just so weird because, like, adventure games evolved in such a way that in order to be successful at them, it just depends on you having these habits that you fall into. Yeah. Like, it's very much how you play, not how you think, really.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Being literate in the idea of adventure games Yeah. So like is just more did, important than being able to solve a puzzle Most cases.
0: Yeah. Just knowing that when you get to a new screen that you're just going to mouse over everything to see if your cursor changes, which yeah. like with touchscreen interfaces kind of becoming the norm for this stuff, that is just one of those things that's lost.
1: Yeah, 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 and it kind of depends too. Like, so there are different kinds of. So, mist isn't like that. Whereas right. mist is more like, kind of a story, like a story, but like a very like indirect story that just links together puzzles, mm-hmm. like you would find in like a puzzle book or like The Seventh Guest or something like that. Yeah. But this specific kind of inventory management adventure game, mm-hmm. it, you know, has a, a very specific set of kind of play style. Yeah, yep. Um. So eventually, so you get the the thing, the ash thing. She forgot the recipe for it so you go and you get the uh the joy of life. hex yeah the joy of hex <laughs> which is funny but again you're just walking back and forth a lot we should note these two things are on different islands yeah uh, <laughs>
0: so, so, so i feel like yeah. like the idea is that you are just making these circuits and solving a little bit of the puzzle as you're passing through these places so while you're doing this you're likely solving a little bit of like all of the other puzzles as well which right. just kind of depends on you knowing you know, the optimal order. I'd be real interested, interested to see what a speed run of this looks like. Like, like, oh, yeah. like what the optimal, what the optimal set of actions to do or the right path to take to know that like, okay, if I pass by the cemetery now that saves me like seven minutes later.
1: Yeah. 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 That's interesting. It probably isn't too long either. Yeah. Um, yeah. It might be worth like checking out someday if you're bored. Mm-hmm. Um, at the very so eventually you get the, the ash uh stuff. You pour it on the ashes, um Raph Scallion comes back, <laughs> A his, like
0: sweet s- animation.
1: Yeah, he like melts his flesh and or his skeleton regrows. How mm-hmm. his skin regrows from his ashes. It looks really cool. Yeah. Um in both in the enhanced and non enhanced yeah, version. Those are the ones where
0: I, I I like I spent the entire time during that anima- animation flipping back and forth.
1: Yeah. <laughs> to see yep, it yeah. compared. Yeah. Yeah. And then kind of annoyingly, like mm-hmm. in a non-puzzle, like, hey, just go do something. Mm-hmm. He worries that his gas, he left his gas on, Yeah, which is funny, but there's no puzzle to it. No. He just gives you a key. You just go turn off the gas and bring it back. Yeah, it's just an errand. Like, it's just making you yeah, go run an errand. Like, And mm-hmm. that's frustrating. Yeah. Like, that shouldn't have been. It was funny enough that he wondered if his gas was on. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, why can't I just say no? Or, yeah. You know, like, yeah. oh, you like, no, I checked it. Mm-hmm. you know, anything like that, but you can't. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that, that gives you a map piece.
0: Yeah. He, he produces it from his mouth, which is super scary. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: so young Lindy is another, um, another map piece kind of yeah. base. This was our, this was a wreck. Um, no, it's not a wreck. This is the one that's in the antique shop. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this one requires like the biggest leaps in logic in the game. I think. Yeah. Something like that. Like this is, this is the least intuitive.
1: I think the, for that maybe. plaque, like yeah, selling that slack, like, 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 like that's crazy to me. Like, yeah. the yeah, I ended up like universal hint system being pretty deep. Me too. To figure out what to do with that, and again, like I played this when I was younger, but it was I was thirteen and had yeah. my uncle helping me with everything. Like the the so, the, the
0: only thing that indicates that you, ugh, is mm, mm, so angry. Uh, yeah. The only thing that indicates that this is solvable is that just there's this bidding competition that's happening right across the street. Like, this right. has to be related somehow. I'm going to do something with a spitting contest, and then maybe, just maybe, I'll get the plaque from that. If I figure out how to cheat at the spitting hunt contest first, and then right. just go, go around showing it to enough people to figure out that this is, this is what I need. Like, the logic is hinged on, like, I, in order to get the money that I need to charter this boat, I need to sell something. And what would fetch a lot of money? An artifact from somebody who thwarted LeChuck. Like you say that, and then that's what gets him to give you enough money to uh, to charter the boat. But just
1: uh, like that, just doesn't present itself in an obvious way. It's not signposted at all, and and it makes no like it's an antique store. Yeah, like it's just kind of weird that the antique store would want a medal that you got across the street just now. Yeah, you know, like it has historical significance, but it just it doesn't it doesn't follow perfectly. Right. Like in, in, in any way. So um, the spitting contest scene I like a lot. Yeah. Despite the fact that it's not intuitive. Like I like mm-hmm. this idea of the spitting contest quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty gross. Um, eventually <laughs> you just get you mix a couple of drinks. This is where you get to use your temporary library card as an ID, which yeah. I think is really funny. Yeah. Um, and, and it's neat
0: because it's like a very subtle clue earlier, which is when Largo uh, barges into the bar when you're in there for the first time, he spits. And like it, it does this close up on the wad of spit showing that it's green. Um, and so that is your clue that, uh, green spit is the best spit, And then that's what gets you to combine the right colors of grog.
1: Right, right, right. Or non-grog, like, uh, yellow beards yeah, baby yeah. and, or blue baby, baby or <laughs> blue whale and yellow beards baby. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yellow beards baby. Yellow beards baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you get this stuff and you, you get a crazy straw through, oh, you get the straight crazy straw from the same place. So that's mm-hmm. fine.
0: Yeah. Um, because you're drinking just- the grog out of broken bottles.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which, like, I liked that I had to spit, but figuring out how to win the spitting contest was tough. Yeah. Like, this was another, again, Adventure leaps. It's like mm-hmm. you spit once, you're not good enough. You spit with the green stuff, you're not quite good enough, or you yeah. get second place. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to distract them and move these flags. Yeah. I feel like I have a basket full of distractions.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, anything I have in my inventory, I could, like, do something to distract, but you blow this horn that you picked up, I think, in the antique store. Yeah. Um, In order to do it. So again, like it's that I have a lot of tools that would fit this key. Mm -hmm. What? Why? I have to guess which one.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And and like they, like they don't hint at it at all. Like that he's waiting for his mail or whatever, like maybe. Okay. So, so the hint would be you get the boat horn and you think like, okay, there's the guy with the cannon who's, you know, who says that he's waiting for the, you know, waiting for the mail you know, truck or the mail boat to come along, you blow it there. And then the, and you know, then the master of ceremonies leaves and comes in and says, Hey, is the mail here? Nah, then he walks away. That's really the only hint that you get.
1: That, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's just frustrating because like I have a dog in my inventory. <laughs> yeah. You picked up you a know, dog. Like, and I, put I can yeah, make pocket. this dog and this monkey fight. Like I could do, <laughs> you know, any number of things here. So it becomes like a bit of a guessing game. And then that wind thing is really tough too. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of like that. And again, it speaks to those like timing puzzles, which, in the closest thing to action these games have, yep. but uh, just took me a long time to figure out. Um, yeah. So you spit with a little wind assist and get first place, get this plaque, get the money to charter a ship. Mm-hmm. Um, you get the coordinates from a book in the library. Yep. And then this is all really easy. You go down, you get the masthead from the ship that the antiques dealer will steal or trade for a map piece. Yep. So in a way, like this is a lot of convoluted logic, but it's also one of the most geographically condensed quests that you can do pretty much. Yeah. 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 So not too bad.
0: It bugs me that every time you walk by, uh, Kate capsized, that's her name. She's like a freelance pirate.
1: She keeps saying glass bottom boat. Yeah. Three hour tour. Yeah. Three hour tour. Yeah. Like that's one of the things, the downfalls of the speech. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Next one is from Captain Marley. Uh, Marley. Oh, wait. Elaine. She's here.
1: Cool. Mm-hmm. sequel. Yeah, but it's her grandfather that yeah. is the uh, the legendary pirate. But mm-hmm. you know there's a relation. Um but not just a, it's not just sequels. she's also your love interest. I know. Um, she's just, really si- she's sidelined in this game yeah. quite a bit which yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um yeah and, and she has a bigger role in all the later games I think. Sure. Like a, yeah. The um so you know she has a mansion on Booty Island and you need to get an invitation to her party. Mm. Um, which you win through this roulette thing which is tricky and then that hand puzzle took me fucking forever to figure out too. Yeah. Like it doesn't like you, you think it is a number relational puzzle. Mm -hmm. Like just, okay. So
0: like if, if two, if two is three and you know, and three is four, if two
1: is, yeah. If two is three, then one is two Mm -hmm. or if two is three and three is four, then five is six, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, but it's not that at all. Yeah. So, (laughs) so mm -hmm.
0: I just found myself overthinking it without realizing until I finally saw the pattern, which is like, Oh, the, the answer is always whatever the first, you know, Whatever yeah. the first amount of fingers held up was, but like yeah. I found myself trying to do like this thing where like okay the thumb counts for zero, the index finger counts for one, <laughs> and just trying um, to figure out like what it is, and then uh, adding them together, and like if it was a double digit number, adding those together to make a single digit number, something like that. Like I found myself doing all these crazy things until I remembered how simple it was from a previous play where I like I I know that I wouldn't have done that kind of complicated math
1: to solve it before. So that caused me to rein it back in. Yeah. I, I that, that, <laughs> Like assigning different values to the digits is way deeper than I got. I just mm-hmm. was trying to figure out what could be the relationship between these numbers that I'm oh, not yeah. figuring out. Um, and then never quite got there. Yeah. Um, also weird that he's selling a, ra- a ticket to the ball or <laughs> raffling it. <laughs> yeah. So.
0: Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I like that idea that they just, they, they've got somebody there as a, uh, you know, as a plant. He just keeps yeah. on winning to get yeah. you to yeah.
1: That's yeah, yeah. Yep.
0: Hmm. Those two look related, um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, you get you get that. Um, I, I, it took me forever to figure out that the invitation entitled you to a costume. Like yeah. I didn't I didn't immediately examine the examine the invitation to, to to see that. So I was trying to figure out what I like where I would go to get that voucher or whatever.
1: But. Yeah, it is yeah, the language is a little unclear and it really speaks to the fact that every time you get something you have to read it. Yep. Cuz like 9 times out of 10 it's not relevant, mm-hmm. but on the time it is. Yeah, on the time it know, is it, it can save you a lot of heartache. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yep. So you get your costume, it's a it's a frilly tutu. Um yep. and then you go to the you go to the party and uh steal the piece of the map which is just hanging out in
1: the open. Yep. And then on your way out though, a dog attacks you whose name is Guybrush as well. <laughs> yeah. Which is, which is funny. And the kind of the big takeaway here, logic-wise, is that he can smell things that are from the mansion. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually, you know, so the dog uh, does that and brings you the groundskeeper, takes you to, to a lane. And you try to, you can kind of like insult her or be kind to her. And yeah. this kind of goes on forever. Yeah. Um, until you I, kind of figure it out. I don't I, know exactly what it is, but it just seems to end eventually for me. So I, I
0: in, in my head, I thought that the that the trick was to be, for lack of a better word, aggressive. With her mm-hmm. and you know do the insults and get and get back you know get back there. I felt really bad about some of the things that you say. Like, yeah. Those are those are really awful things. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yep. Yep. You had to yeah. be pretty mean to her. I don't remember being that mean to her, and it still resolved itself. Mm-hmm. Like I I was being you know pretty grovelly and and yeah, well that's the trick.
0: Like you know yeah. like her her exact line is there's something about your weakness and ineptitude that I find infectious. Which yeah. is like you just have to be as guy brushy as possible. Like, I think
1: if you do insult her enough though, it does also resolve the quest i think it's more like maybe there's like a meter and you had to get all the way to one end or another Mm,
0: okay Um, i insulted her for a pretty long time
1: the the developers said something about that in the commentary they were talking about some playtester got stuck on this who wouldn't choose any of the insulting options and couldn't figure out her way out of the puzzle Mm -hmm. and then they were trying to encourage her to try the insulting options she was like why would i say that yeah that's awful (laughs) yeah i wouldn't say that I mm-hmm. of this person. Um, so she throws it out the window. A seagull takes it and takes it to a cliff. Mm-hmm. Um, in order to get it from the cliff, you need a fishing pole. And you need a fishing pole, even though you have a stick and
0: some rope in your inventory.
1: Yeah, you have again. You have you have multiple tools that yeah. could, could do this. Um, getting a fishing pole from a fucking terrifying garbage <laughs> pail kid mutant. Yeah. Um he looks like one of the garbage pail kids, like mm-hmm. the, from the live action show. Mm-hmm. Ugh.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's real gross. I don't like his voice actor that much either. Yeah, um, it's it's inter- It's the, like that that scene is interesting because they had to make a big uh, a, a big version of Guybrush that old that like that was only used once, mm-hmm. like a very high detail, very high pixel uh, yeah. model uh, for that one particular scene because they
1: messed up the scale. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And uh, he looks a little bit like Alfred E. Newman too. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But you go you go up to him, and the whole idea is that he wants to challenge you to a fishing contest. And mm-hmm. this conversation is real fun, like tons of puns in it, like and yeah. what's the catch, and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you challenge him to a fishing contest that you're not going to win, so you have to get a fish. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get a fish from uh, uh, Elaine's party. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Just um, just... Go and steal a fish. Mm-hmm. You have to
0: trick the chef if you – so you rattle some cans out back at the mansion, and uh, the chef comes out. He's a French chef, and just, like, he he will follow you around, and you have to, like, run him around the house a little bit so you get ahead of him and then sneak into the kitchen to grab the fish. My Mm -hmm. my favorite thing about the fish is that – um all the fish that the uh, that, that that the guy is catching off of fat island they're like mutated from the sewage, which is primarily generated by Governor <laughs> Fat.
1: yeah, yeah, just <laughs> run off from his person yeah yeah,
0: <laughs> um, it's like they take him out back and hose him down, and that's what
1: goes into the river <laughs> uh, yeah. I like when you uh when you go there with the fish and you decide to fake it where mm-hmm. you do like you know go like plunk. <laughs> Whoa! This is a big one. <laughs> like he never looks back, but you just kind of this non-convincing. All that I did was just walk up to him and say, "Hey, I, I caught a fish." I never faked it or anything. I, I had the fish when I got there. Oh, really? Yeah. So I, I had I faked it. Hmm. So I had gotten the fish from just adventure game yeah. because I'm a human Roomba <laughs> when I'm in, in adventure games. So I just, you know, Oh, here's somebody guarding a door. I have yeah. to get into it. Yeah. Um, and had the fish. So I gave him the fish there and you end up doing this pant, like fakey audio play of catching a fish. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but then you go, <laughs> you go and you, uh, try and get the map piece again
1: and uh, seagull comes and takes it away. Yep. Yeah, to yeah. a mysterious giant tree. <sighs> so, getting up this tree is really annoying to me. Yeah, like I get it. So, like, but the the fact that so you had to have two very specific pieces of wood, mm-hmm. the fact that one of them breaks and it's fine. Like, what happens when it breaks is fine. Mm-hmm. But then you have to go get it reinforced, which is annoying. Like the again, just lots of back and forth. Yeah, it's just a little yeah. errand
0: that you have to do. Like, obviously, I know that I need something, and we you know, it's like okay, something wood broke. Have to take it to Woody. Okay, cool. yeah, but yep, yeah, yeah. Um, I love that scene when the when your parents show up and turn into yeah. skeletons and do the dance. Like the yeah. like that like it's very twin peaksy, which makes sense because this came out in nineteen ninety one. But it's yeah. like getting getting clues from like weird dreams
1: that you apply. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I for a little while, um, when this happened, um, I was trying to so I did this before I had to go to the, the tree. I just mm-hmm. got to the tree and I was like, Oh, I need to get up to the top. Mm-hmm. I put in my uh ore mm-hmm. and my uh but I hadn't gone to the cliff. So the sea, vol- sea doll hadn't flown there. I was just adventure game rooming. Yeah. And uh, fell in, had the hallucination, got this clue um, that's really important later. I got frustrated because I was like, how was I supposed to know to fucking do that? Mm-hmm. Like, that's incredible. Like, how was I supposed to know an ore would break? I would smash my head and have a hallucination. And it's actually, you have to do that to move on. Yeah. But I didn't know that at the time. And I was like, livid. <laughs> like, I was just like, really annoyed. I was like, oh, that's crazy. Like, is this missable? Like, that's nuts, but well, they're, yeah. they're
0: they're very charitable. Like you know, they, they repeat the the verse two times, and then Guybrush says, "Oh, I should
1: write this down." Oh, well, thank he write- goodness he writes it down. It'd be yeah, <laughs> it would be awful. But, if I didn't, but I I wrote it down. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I I, I did not uh, did not write it down, yeah. but I had my own like notes of it, so I wouldn't have to keep checking my inventory. Yeah. What do I had a thought about this? This is one of those things where, what are your thought? I think I'm I have a side. I'm coming down on it. What are your thoughts on adventure games where they are like almost entirely static, and then something like this comes along and it's randomized for each copy of the game?
0: Um, I, I'm not too offended by it, just just because you know it is an attempt to you know. It, it force you to not just go and look up the answer to like use to, to, you know, so, so long as the train of thought and the logic that you're using to find the clue and the method is sound, I'm not too, I'm
1: not too upset by it. It seems like a waste to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's a drop in the bucket at the very most, you know, when you can do 99% of the game, you can look up a walkthrough if you want to. Mm-hmm. To have just like one little bit where you can't do it seems silly to me.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it almost feels like uh, copy protection in a way, but like yeah. reverse copy protection. It just is it for f- f- for some reason in my mind, it seems informed by the same instinct.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's different. Like you, it, the, all the logic is internal, mm-hmm. so there's no there's no external kind of copy protectionness yeah. to it. It just seems like um, like one. I'm like I'm not against. People, I understand maybe the design philosophy of not wanting people to cheat mm-hmm. through games, um, but I don't really agree with that. Like, I mean, it's yours if you want to do that, do it. Um, but then the other thing, it just—it seems so little, you know, so little for a thing. Like where it only comes up, I think, just comes up once in this game, um, and it's not, it usually comes it's, up, it's not random here, though. You, everybody gets a different different song. Oh really? For this, yeah, hmm. and then everybody gets a different. So I guess it comes up twice. So the um, the roulette thing is different codes every time as well. Yeah. The roulette game. I
0: suppose, but like the roulette is is just. a... I think the roulette's a little bit more natural than this, which is just it's the same rule for the for, for the roulette. Yeah, which is, for the roulette, and, the, yeah, and it's the same rule random. for here
1: too. But the actual what you get is different. Mm-hmm. So that just seems, it seems like a wasted effort to me to randomize it. I don't know, huh. like. You, like it's one way, you know, it's again, just a drop in the bucket.
0: Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, it just, it, it doesn't offend me just I, like probably because it is, it is so little. Um, and then yeah. it's kind of like, I was, I, I was going to need to solve that puzzle anyway. Like if I was going through this in order to see more of the content and I was like, I should know, like, I know how to solve this puzzle, but I have to, I have to go through all of the steps anyway in order to get it. Um, then it feels like it's a, it's a, it's an arbitrary use of, or waste of time. Oh, I guess it's, right. a, it's
1: part of the reason why it's frustrating for me for this one is that that this puzzle is a, like what this leads to mm-hmm. is a common sticking point for people mm-hmm. and is a is a pretty hard puzzle I think um, mostly because of some kind of weird misleading language in it and we'll talk mm-hmm. about that when we get there yeah, I suppose um, but the uh, you know I just don't begrudge anybody who wants to like get on with the rest of the game mm-hmm. you know and and putting up a wall to that seems you know not really necessary to me. Yeah, like more antagonistic than than it needs to be, hmm. you know. And it like seems I think it's kind of like an older school mentality. Like if you play old text adventures and even old like you know King's Quest games, they're straight up one hundred percent antagonistic. Mm-hmm. You know, like the idea is that it's the game designer versus you in a match of wits. Yeah. Um, whereas I'm more interested in it as an enjoyable experience. It, I think this is somewhere kind of on the spectrum.
0: It feels it feels counter that. to the point here.
1: Yeah, especially this game where it's like the point, like the puzzles are very good, Mm -hmm. but the point of it is the dialogue and story and colorful characters. And again, the point is to see the rest of the cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: But I mean, then and then that kind of like speaks to how much of a game do you want this to be? You know, where do you want to fall on that?
1: um, You know, on that issue. Right. And that's an adventure game thing. Mm -hmm. You know that that's that's going to be a question for almost every adventure game. Yep. You know, like you're going to run into if you are thinking of in purely narrative term terms. You're going to run into some dissonance when you have to, you know, get the cat to chase away the rat that knocks over the pail that does the, you know, whatever. Hmm. Um, that's always going to seem silly in almost any kind of narrative, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess it's just kind of a place where the seams show. Yeah. And in in that disconnect. So, I don't
0: know. Yeah. But uh, we mentioned the dog being able to sniff out anything from Marley's Mansion, and you just bring it up here, and, hey, third map piece. Every time you pick up one of the map pieces, there's a little cutaway uh, back to uh, LeChuck's uh, you know, fortress, and it's, just, it's the usual, like, what you would expect. Like, I hope he hasn't gotten the third map piece. Brian's yeah. He's got the third map piece. I like the narrator. Like, eventually just goes into, meanwhile, blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that side of it, but uh, it's not really that significant.
1: Yep. Again, just fun um, joke. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's it's fun to fun to see um, the uh, so final map piece, uh, Mr. Rogers, <laughs> who um, you find out. The, I think you find out that he retired on Fat island. Yeah, that's the only clue you really get mm-hmm. for that. Yeah, so I so the guy that you get into a drinking
0: contest with, I, I I forgot this or didn't notice it. He's just somebody who moved into that house, and he's really pissed off that people keep bothering him, right? Yeah, so he, he's no relation to uh, Mister Rogers. Mister Rogers just happens to be buried or like died and was never found underneath the house.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's he's getting annoyed with all the the adventure yeah. adventures. There's a nice little reference when you first run into him to the old games where you can do the you know. I'm Guybrush throughput, prepare to die, which yeah. is the you know yeah. sword fight yeah. thing, and he he calls you out on it mm-hmm. um there's no insult sword fighting in this game at all
0: yeah um, there, there there's a there's an interesting note about the about like what you do to get here, so in order to uh get to his little island, which is off of uh fat island, you have to go through this waterfall and you have to turn off the waterfall by uh, um with this valve at the top of it mm-hmm. and you mentioned the monkey wrench uh puzzle earlier, which is which is neat like you use a banana mm-hmm. uh, you so, uh, the there, the the prisoner in Fat Island before he was Wally the gorilla who was arrested for grinding his organ in public. Yeah, yep, which yep. is the it's so good. Mm. Um, sorry, and uh, in order to uh, in order to get here, you have to use the monkey on the valve in order to turn him into a monkey wrench. Thing is, outside of American English, monkey wrench isn't a thing. So when yeah. this was localized, like nobody could solve this puzzle.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how you would, you know, what you would do. <laughs> yeah. For it.
0: But, yeah. it's just interesting yeah. that, that they learned that lesson. <laughs> yeah. But,
1: yeah. 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 Well, I mean, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't bother me to have like a, a you know, colloquialism of a specific. Oh, no, it doesn't bother me. Language in a it's, game, you know? Yeah. But yeah, uh, like, like this, this makes
0: more sense or as much sense as the chicken with the pulley in it, which that, yeah. that was just, did you pay attention to the fact that this rubber chicken has a pulley in it?
2: Yep.
1: Yep, yeah. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So um, eventually, so you're all. This is all leading up to a drinking contest, and uh, this guy's got some super grog.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, the uh, The idea being is that you're going to, he's going to serve you grog. You're going to dump it out and replace it with near grog the bartender is uh and i remember that near beer kind of thing yeah. like now like non-alcoholic beer like nobody really jokes about it because it's yeah. like oh these people have problems like let's not <laughs> tease them about it but back in the early 90s like it was a big thing on saturday night live and everything making fun of near beer yeah um well
0: like like near like near beer is what eventually became light beer actually yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah yep. but uh in order to get that you have to you have to get cap cap arrested <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> by putting her yeah, flyer f- up on your own on your own wanted poster which gets longer as the as the game goes on.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> one of my favorite touches. Yeah. Like that's so good. Mm-hmm. Um I guess I, I I haven't played all of the tales of the mm-hmm. new ones, but I guess there's a callback to that. Yeah. In in those games they time in the commentary
2: mm-hmm.
1: where you you get a uh, you go to court. Yeah. And uh and they read off everything you've done leading up to that point. <laughs> that's terrible, so that's great. Yeah. Um super smart. Mm-hmm. But you are getting her arrested. You you do get to get her out. Mm-hmm. But you're getting a weird in a weird way, like you're getting her arrested so you can steal her evidence bag. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I I I love the okay, so with with the bottle of near grog, you can you can drink out of it. Um mm-hmm. and uh every time you drink, the denominator goes up one. So it starts out like one half and then it's one third, one fourth, so it never entirely goes
1: away. <laughs> <laughs> I did, I didn't try that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just like, I'll take it. That's I'll funny. just, I'll just drink part of it until they eventually funny. get down to like one 64th of a bottle of near. Grog. That's awesome.
1: That's really funny.
0: Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you take this, I don't like this puzzle just because like the, the most obvious solution is okay. Pour the, you know, pour the near grog into the, into, into this. And the, uh, you have to figure out that you empty out the grog and then pour the, and then pour this in. The order of operations is a little bit crazy to me. Like it's, hmm. it's, a, it's a little bit more precise than I would have wanted and it led it led to me like "Ah, i messed up and i ended up passed out on the beach
1: yeah the uh it didn't it didn't bother me too much like if you were to add water to it like you're still getting the same amount of super grog yeah pretty much to it you know so you can't you just can't handle that much super grog Mm -hmm. um so i i knew that you had to get rid of some of the super grog
2: yeah
1: um one way or another um so it didn't bother me too much i didn't like the uh the next bit very much oh yeah like where it's like there for some reason, there's a statue built that will shine a light onto a mirror that will point out a brick <laughs> kind of thing with the the monkey statue in the yard. Like it just felt that felt stretchy to me yeah. a little bit. There's something in the description of the monkey statue that suggests it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but yeah, that felt it's like a little if, esoteric.
0: If I'm near you're far, if you're far, I'm near something like that, which is, yeah. which is a hint that you need something that makes far things close.
1: But that's about and- it. And that fucking uh, telescope, you could very easily not see it because it's mm-hmm. in the background of the top of the tree. Like, it mm-hmm. looks like you can't actually get there. Mm-hmm. You have to, like, choose to walk there, and you go through a path that's behind a house. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing to indicate you can even get up there. Yeah. Um, unless you're, again, just adventure sweeping, like yep. going through, just looking for every object on every screen. So mm-hmm. that was frustrating to me. Like, I got through the grog drinking puzzle fine, got here, couldn't move forward, and had to do more trekking.
0: Yeah, So... But, uh, that like doing that puzzle, getting the <laughs>
1: man, that's that, that's two
0: items that you need for this that are, that are like really easy to miss because in order to get the mirror, you have to trick the parrot with the, with the parrot feed bag. But yeah. Like that, that is only that, like, it's only available on one screen that you get to naturally once. And then yeah. like, you just have to know, like, if you miss it there to talk to uh captain dread and say, yeah, I just like to float around a little bit and then, yeah. and then you get back outside onto the boat to pick it up. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So even though, like, when you're on the boat, you should grab it. It's the only oh, yeah. thing you can grab there. Like, it would be crazy not to. But, again, it is really, like, very esoteric. Um, eventually, you know, you get down to this basement. Uh, Rogers will, was electrocuted while taking a bath with his map, <laughs> yeah. his, his bath time map. Yeah. Um, you know, and so you've got the uh, you've got the map. You take it to the, your cartographer friend um, <laughs> who no longer has an eye. So you have to steal one from a lighthouse yeah. on the library, running around, blah, 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 bloop. bloop. <laughs> um, he throws you on a fetch quest, which again, you know, you're just spending a lot of time walking around. Like, mm-hmm. I understand they have to get you out of the room so something plot can happen.
0: Yeah. But, uh, I, I, I like, I like the justification that they give. He's like, he's waiting for uh he's waiting
1: for a love potion from the voodoo lady. I, I, I didn't like it. I no? didn't like that. I, yeah, I didn't like that. He sends you on a fetch quest uh, and I, mean, I didn't like, like that if, they had this. Well, they, if they would have established him like pining for somebody or it had mm-hmm. a little bit more than just like little nerd guy wants love potion. Like, yeah.
0: But but like just that like it pays off when you go to the voodoo lady, lady and say and she says tell him to take it easy like he's so small or like this 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 could really mess it, him up yeah like, they, they say he it's really forward. powerful that's what she yeah. says
1: yeah yeah and like it fell flat, fell flat for me and mm-hmm. I was getting annoyed at being sent on a fetch quest just yeah. to get me out of the room at this point because I remember that he got kidnapped um, yeah. yeah and then again like the I annoying kind of thing is the way you get to LeChuck's island like you know to go back to the voodoo lady probably because you don't know what to do mm-hmm. and there just happens to be a voodoo delivery shipment there yeah. if you go talk to her she doesn't say hey i'm going to deliver some stuff to him why don't you sneak in the crate right you just she have says, to
0: examine the crate to see that it's yeah. addressed to LeChuck.
1: like she even says i can't do anything for you mm-hmm. like while simultaneously so i wish they could have would have like made that a little less like gamey and just had a thing appear even yeah. though i do like the delivery guys that Show up from time to time yeah. here. Yeah, like I like those dudes a lot.
0: They're, they're like gunning for a
1: tip. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. which t- tip the guys? Come on. Yeah, but. yeah, he calls you a butt if he, he calls <laughs> yeah. it. Or calls all the like, grand, butt. What a butt! <laughs> yeah, what a butt! Um,
0: which is which so, is something that like we say around my niece uh, uh, to not say what an ass. Yeah, yeah. 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 Don't say just, it, stop say being a butt.
1: Yeah, or just not say uh, fuck a butt. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: as we shouted at the bow of this pod of whales this episode is brought to you by audible.com and for you our dear crewmen, audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you an opportunity to check out their service we recommend pirate island treasure land treasure pirates treasure treasure gold eight of eight a piece of eight eight eighths to download your free audiobook today go to audible trial.com slash watch out for fireballs avast that's audible trial.com slash watch out for fireballs for your free audiobook that's because i'm a ghost pirate you see
1: You, you get to LeChuck's Fortress, and the next two areas are really short, mm-hmm. um, which is which is kind of, uh, you know, immersively. Because, mm-hmm. like, that second chapter is so long and so convoluted. Like, these next ones are more self-contained and a little bit stronger and, and just, like, a little bit, like, cinchier, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, kind of cinched together, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Like, I felt a sense of relief when I got done with the map.
0: Yeah, yeah. Chapter two is probably, like, 50% of the game. Yeah. And the other chapters make up the other the other 50%.
1: Yeah. So not that there was no fun to be had while he's doing it, Mm -hmm. but I was a little frustrated as well. Yeah. So
0: I have it in the notes here, but I feel like I need to like say it. So the notion of going from island to island like that in order to get different pieces and as you go, you get, you know, just you you progress towards a bunch of goals at once. Like that feels like Riven to me a, 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 Mm -hmm. a little bit, except instead of getting pieces of information and codexes and things like that. Um, you know, key, like just various keys to different, uh, symbol puzzles, uh, like you did in Riven, you're getting, uh, the information or you know, you're, you're getting items and, you know, making those combinations and like, I feel like it was more successfully done in, in, in Riven just a little bit, but that could just be my own personal bias on that too. So,
1: yeah, yeah, I, I, I think that I'm, I'm against it like yeah. as well. I don't have a specific thing to, uh, to compare it to, but it kind of breaks my immersion when you're not working toward the goal. Yeah. You know, and, it, it's leaning too hard on adventure game room being and not enough yeah. on, like, I, like, critical, like, trying to solve a puzzle. And you
0: I, know? I can imagine, like, somebody back in the day who isn't, like, you know, not playing it in this really kind of goal-oriented uh, kind of way, just, like, casually wandering around and then by... Just virtue of you know, just kind of like lethargically probing game, maybe just making a little bit of progress each time, and spending more time with the game than we would now. Not just because we're playing it on a deadline, but because we kind of know what the what, what the tropes and you know the different codified parts of the genre are. Yeah, yeah. So I, I can I, I
1: can see that, but it also yeah. it runs contrary to like you know at least one of the appeals of the genre, which is mm-hmm. supposed to be like puzzle solving, right? You know, so like it's a design decision that specifically. Kind of interact like kind of interferes with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, you know? not, I'm not like defending it,
0: but I'm just trying to think of like, like how would somebody work. enjoy this at the time?
1: Yeah, right? it doesn't make it like not enjoyable, and it would still work. Like you'd get mm-hmm. through it, but you're spending less time. Than, in that case, rather than me and you spending time adventure rooming mm-hmm. instead of critical thinking, they're mm-hmm. spending time wandering around instead of critical thinking. Like you're right. still in both cases, you're not working like trying to figure out the solution to a puzzle.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, which is you know the the primary like kind of mechanic Mm -hmm. of 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 these games or the kind of the kind of hook for that so like i get it and i also think that part of it might be weirdly intentional in the way that this game is definitely informed by the games of its time Mm -hmm. so the uh you know it's it's an adventure game like a lot of people consider this to be like probably like the greatest of these kind of classic point-and-click adventure games i've seen that thrown around quite a bit Mm -hmm. um and it is really informed by it but it's also reacting against it so in that way that like they underline all your immorality, is one thing. The other thing they do is they're really relying on and underlining your adventure game habits. Mm-hmm. You know, they, it's not a game made in a vacuum. Right. And and judging it as such, which is kind of what we're doing a little bit, um, makes it kind of underlie some of the flaws.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. The Chuck's Fortress is neat.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah this looks good and it's a you know again it, I like this area a lot I like uh, for the most part both the major things you do here mm-hmm. um, that skeleton puzzle so here's the re- here's where that fucks me up is that instead of just looking at the first bone that's mentioned and considering that to be the top you start associating them with the bone that's mentioned in the second half so like if it says like and I've got my notes here in a rare case of me having notes <laughs> um, let me see so, like, if it says, uh, you know, leg bones connected to the hip bone, I'm looking for a leg bone that's in the middle slot, you know, as opposed really? to a leg bone. Yeah. Because then the hip bone is just chaff. Like, there's that second half of this whole thing doesn't matter. Right? The second well, half of each line. So,
0: so it's, the, like, leg bone connected to the hip bone, then, like, hip bone connected to the head bone. So, you're looking for leg, hip, head.
1: No. The way the lines read is, so, Here's the, here's my first thing that i've got written down Mm -hmm. it says leg bone is connected to the hip bone hip bone is connected to the arm bone arm bone is connected to the rib bone so there's no rib in that door it's just leg hip arm from top to bottom hmm is is what that is is the correct door that solved that puzzle so the second half of each of these lines has nothing to. it's chaff the same way that the roulette puzzle was well
0: like the, the the second half of the lines is just what's going to be at the beginning of the next one
1: Except at the end, right? When they're when they have no point, and they don't they signify a vertical space as well as a visual touchstone. So, can, like can you elaborate one, on
0: that? Like, signify a vertical space. What do you mean?
1: Well, like, uh, like on a body, like they could be. So, the way I was thinking about this, the reason why this took me a little while is because when I see, um, like, the hip bone is connected to the head bone, I was expecting a hip bone in the head bone's place, hmm. like on a skeleton, so near the top. So, like in that in my second one, like a, you know rib leg leg hip, hip head, no head, mm-hmm. like the head is just like extraneous information yeah so there's a there's a you know it doesn't need to like there's a part of it that is not relevant to the puzzle,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that's why you know that's where that tripped me up and is frustrating to me
0: so uh, I think that the reason that that didn't trip me up was because I wasn't looking at the uh, I wasn't looking at the song as the clue, I was looking at like the different at least to figure out what the pattern was, I was looking at the doors. So I see like, huh, that's weird. There's a, there's like a head, a leg, and then ribs. And then, you know, seeing all those things, like seeing, okay, there are three parts to all of these. There are four parts of, okay, so even if the verse of the song has four parts, if the first three are correct, that's probably the right one. And then using that, leap of logic or that guess to use that just kind of like okay so recognizing that the last one doesn't matter you know once you see that pattern it doesn't have any effect on it it, it well, doesn't I mean, have I, any effect I, on your puzzle
1: that's what that, that's i mean i figured it out mm-hmm. like I, I got through it so i came to that conclusion yeah. but it's it is i, I just it's don't weird think it, to say this is a part of the clue that doesn't matter to the puzzle mm-hmm. like that that's unusual that doesn't usually happen so, in, so
0: so i so i guess that like all of that was just a way a long way of me saying the, the, the song isn't the clue the doors themselves are the
1: clue and the song is like a key that you that, that you compare them against but the key isn't like a perfect fit right for it so like that's that's where the dissonance is coming in yeah. like i As, understand that like they match up i understand that you use one to solve the other it doesn't mm-hmm. really matter which one's the male end and which one's the female end the the point is is that like there's a imbalance like there's extra information on one half of the puzzle mm-hmm. and yeah. that's weird like that doesn't you know and and especially when the doors have 3 segments and each verse has 3 segments mm-hmm. to it so thinking that each like like qu- third of a door could correspond to the entirety of a line is not illogical
2: mm.
1: you know like each stanza has 3 each door has 3 yeah like you know you're trained to like not just in adventure games but also in in everything find things that match up that way like there's not usually you know remainders in life like that. Hmm. At least now when it comes to like keys and, and locks and things like that, like those things tend to be very neat.
0: Yeah. I mean, and that's usually something that bothers me. It just didn't, it, like I didn't see it as being as misleading as, as, as you're saying it is.
1: Yeah. I guess, I mean, I don't know what uh what would have solved that for me, you know, I guess like either having the, the, you know, the door is before high and having it actually like just use all of the pieces that are in it or having, Not having an associate, like having the the skeletons kind of shaped like, you know, uh, kind of scrambled actual skeletons. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know what would have done it, but it's a weird, I don't know. It's weird. And there's also no real connection between how you get this clue and how you get to like the door itself. It's Hmm. something that's Deus Ex Ex machinade to you, Mm -hmm. like in a totally unrelated part of the game. Yeah. Like this, this falls pretty flat for me as like a conceptually like on most levels. Like I enjoy the sequences, I enjoy the parent dancing sequence, mm-hmm. without actually liking how it fits into the game very much. Yeah, no,
0: I just I can't tolerate that level of unrealism.
1: It's not about it being unrealistic. <laughs> I, it's about it's about the adventure logic mm-hmm. or the puzzle logic not panning yeah. out I because just, there's I, no connection.
0: And, and I just kind of like that. So so I like it because. You know, it, it does require you to think like, okay, I'm here, I'm hitting my head. When have I seen you know skeletons before? And then going back through and saying, oh, that weird, oh, that that must be this. So just kind of like requiring you, kind of like with the spitting contest and needing to recognize that green spit is you know green spit uberalis a little bit. Um, you know, just kind of like relying on something. Did you notice this a little bit earlier, right? Which, mm. like, which, which, for me, that was satisfying. It made me feel good and it made me feel smart when I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's, that, that's where this becomes relevant. And that wasn't just a weird thing. And they, 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 they lampshade that a little bit by saying, hey, I ought to write this down. And it's kind of like, okay, cool. Th- that's when this pops up. So it's kind of Chekhov's gun
1: in a way. In right? the game world, though, there's no mm. connection between them at all. No, Like, there's no reason for, your, like, your parents to tell you a solution beforehand. So, like, I would have even been more satisfied if that hallucination took place when you landed. Hmm. Like, you know, you, like, it happened when you were in the box. Like, you get bit by a snake or something. Yeah. And it was important that something that was going to immediately happen. Mm-hmm. You know, and, like, that would even, like, make a geographical or a chronological connection to me. That makes more sense. I, like it just—it's very like pre Deus Ex Machina. I,
0: I think that it would have made it too easy. I think that it would have made it just uh, just entirely like okay, here's the here's the solution, and then well, you know, you well, remembering like, the here's the solution, thing, like
1: the problem. Yeah, I don't know. I think I mean I feel like I didn't. I mean, I didn't, I struggled with it. Eventually, I figured it out, too. Mm-hmm. So I came to the same leap that you're talking about that made you feel smart about remembering it. Mm-hmm. I didn't credit myself with that, though. Like, that didn't feel like that big of a revelation to me. Mm. Like, making that leap didn't feel like uh, intuition to me. Yeah. It felt like, oh, okay, well, this is probably it. Yeah. I wouldn't have known to look here other than the fact that skeletons connect it, which it's like there's skeletons everywhere mm-hmm. in this game. Like, I don't yeah. know.
0: No, I'm not, I'm not saying like I'm Matt Damon and I solve the theorem and then the professor comes and like, holy shit. But
1: just. (laughs) Well, I mean, I guess that's just speaking to it being too easy if they put it closer to there is that you're Mm -hmm. not losing much. You're not losing Matt Damon solving the theorem Mm -hmm. if they put it there. It's just like having some kind of like connection. I don't know. Like maybe it happened like, I don't know, something to do with LeChuck, like some reason for it. Just it's arbitrary. Mm -hmm. Like your parents, ghost parents tell you the solution, you know, an hour before you get to it. You know, it's arbitrary. Like it just does. it there's nothing there to it. There's no connection, Hmm. you know, like undeniably arbitrary other than the fact that your parents are dead and thus are skeletons and these doors have bones on them. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know. Like there's even less connection than the spitting thing because the the spitting thing is spit and it is a spitting contest. You know, this is a dream sequence and doors that have symbols on Mm -hmm. them. You know, I don't know.
0: I guess I just might have more of a tolerance for it for, you know, for something that's arbitrary.
1: Yeah, I don't I mean, know. I feel like I feel like that's where you're know, going back to it, and we don't want to belabor it too much any more than we already have. But like going back to that, like what is, how are you going to be engaged in an adventure game purely on a gameplay level? Mm-hmm. And like it is that, like figuring things out and making kind of leaps of logic.
0: Yeah. You know well, and and just kind of like looking at so it's something that I said in the missed, in the missed episode that I still feel is very true, which is I, I like adventure games because the primary mechanic and the thing that, that that you're rewarded for is paying attention, right, and that comes in a bunch of different shapes and sizes, you know you, you know, and here that manifests in just paying attention and knowing that there's this weird thing that happened earlier that might have relevance because that thread isn't tied up. You know. I think
1: like I mean that that's one way that you can be rewarded. Another way you can be rewarded is actually figuring out solutions to problems. Mm-hmm. So like that's not like saying that's the primary way in adventure games in general you're rewarded. I think is an overstatement. I think that it isn't missed. Yeah. Like, that is, that is the central mechanic of Myst. I don't think that's the central but, mechanic of most adventure games. No, but, but I think central, that, like, I think
0: that the, 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 there, there are, like, that's at the center of a, of a lot of adventure games, though. Like, how much of this was, like, uh you know, just going through and finding context clues and seeing, like, the animation, you know, seeing Wally take you know take out the take out his uh, monocle and put it back up. Like, I I think that, you know, that is a big part of the mechanic, probably a bigger part than you're, than you're saying or the, than you're giving it credit for.
1: I don't know. It's it's, yeah. it's it's just I don't think that... Uh, like, it is a thing. Mm-hmm. It is part of it. One is a tool that plays into the other, but they both need to be present. Yeah. So, like, this is where just paying attention is the only thing that's there. Mm-hmm. You know? So, like, they when they work together, like, when... So, the thing with the monocle, you see that while you see the animation, so you know you can get the monocle.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: The the reason why I picked it up is because I knew I needed anything that wasn't nailed down. Yeah. To me, like... Going to it from a solution, like a, what, an objective side first, they can all work together in a harmony. Like, I know that I need a monocle because this guy, I figured out the connection between the monocle and the necklace. I need this monocle. It's seen the world. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, now I've noticed. How do I get the monocle? I'm paying attention. I notice that he does this thing. I know mm-hmm. to take it. Whereas, what you're, this puzzle is an example of merely paying attention being the only logical, like signifier. There's no objective based kind of problem solving with it. So I don't think that's not a thing. Well, but I mean, saying it is like, like the, the most the, important, or that stands on its own. I think is the but the the thing but, I'm but, 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 at.
0: but there is an objective, which is to find the door that doesn't put you back at the beginning, and to know that out of uh, okay, so out of any of these six or nine or whatever doors, there is one that is right. What do I have, and all of the information that I've you know that that, that I've that I've accumulated through here that could get me through this? Like like that. That's the problem solving. It's just.
3: It's just that, I, it's just that but there's you get, no connection it's just between that you get the, the, the solution clue.
1: and the problem. Like there's no like thing. There's no like. It, there yeah. is a solution and mm-hmm. there is a problem. Yeah. And the connection is based entirely on your remembrance of the fact that they have a little bit of common mm-hmm. symbology. Yeah. Not because there's any logical link between them.
0: Yeah. And I just. I just don't think that. It doesn't bother me that you get the clue in a weird way in the same way that it doesn't bother me that you, you know, put a monkey in your inventory and then it turns into a wrench.
1: The Like, it doesn't bother me that it's in a weird way. It bothers mm-hmm. me and it's a way that's totally disconnected from what you and ultimately do with it. Yeah, Like, it's not like it doesn't feel like a tool you pick up the same way the monkey is or the same way like an ore is, mm-hmm. you know, it's like a a, a blatantly supernatural event that mm-hmm. comes pretty much out of nowhere. You know, to to solve a, you to a, solve a puzzle for you later in a game full of voodoo. But that mm-hmm. is not like there's an internal logic though. Mm-hmm. So like you can you can keep playing the card that says like it's silly to call it out for realism. But mm-hmm. there's a difference between absolute logic and internal logic. Mm-hmm. And as long as you're internally logical, you're you're sound. Yeah. And what I'm saying is this is not internally logical.
2: Yeah.
1: Like this like dream sequence comes. Out, there's nothing like that in the else in the game. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's externally it's, definitely, it's so stop saying like, you know, mm-hmm. oh, quit calling the game out for being realistic, because mm-hmm. that's not really a, a strong position. It's right. not really what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I'm not calling it out for being unrealistic.
0: Oh, yeah. And, and and I'm not I'm not even saying that that is like discrediting the entire thing. It's just I, I, I'm not even disagreeing that it's like that that's that out of place. All that I'm saying is it doesn't bother me for this reason, because it plays into this thing about our adventure games that I like. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, I don't know. Like, it just it seems ex- like not internally sound mm. to me. Like, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. What do you think, folks? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah.
2: Mm. Anywho,
1: so the next part I like a lot though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's uh, let's let's move on to common ground. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So oh. you, you, you eventually get uh, into Lichok's kind of inner sanctum, uh, past a door.
1: That, uh, what, what's the comment that uh, that, that guy says when says you examine the so locks? Many, so many locks that I couldn't even open in an adventure game. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Like,
0: Which the solution is just to use open on the door, and then there's a doggy door that's at the bottom of
1: it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, And I didn't think there'd be a doggy door. I just thought maybe it isn't locked.
0: Yeah.
3: Oh, so
1: yeah. Yeah, the locks were just on it. Um, but this this next scene is one of my favorites mm-hmm. with this, like, LeChuck explaining his scheme to you and hanging up you and Wally. Mm-hmm. Um, super fun. Like, yeah. uh, LeChuck, you know, kind of talks about how he's going to turn you into this, you're still living skeleton <laughs> into his screaming chair. Yeah. Which I love that. Um,
0: I like that. If only for the next line, while he asks, "What's going to happen to me?" and Guybrush says, "Well, an ottoman comes to mind." Yeah, a screaming ottoman,
1: (laughs) which I like a whole lot. When you're talking to LeChuck, you can throw things back to into his face Mm -hmm. from earlier, like callbacks, depending on which ones you did. Yeah. So, like, you can say um, when you're talking to to Woody, there's a part where you can say, um, "Start going to the how much wood can a woodchuck chuck?" Yeah thing into him and you can throw the back at the chuck and he's like you know 42 chords and then like he just answers it and then uh my favorite thing though like when you know he's like do you have anything else to say for yourself and i'm like if this is five then how much is yeah, this yeah that's what, that's what i did <laughs> it's it so good um, super yeah. super funny even
0: better so <laughs> lechuk explains how his death machine works it's like this rube goldberg ask james bond ass thing where he's like mm-hmm. the 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 candle burns to the rope and then the rope releases a bellows and and does all this stuff and that's your hint for the for for the puzzle which is like uh, uh, you know it, there's this projectile that's being reflected um, around until it finally you know kills you, you know, drops you into the acid so you have to Um, use the green spit in order to put out the candle. But (laughs) as you're trying to figure out what it is, no matter where you spit, you end up spitting on Wally.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Like, stop it. Well, he tells you. He tells you this. Chuck tells you the solution of it because he's yeah. talking about this like thing rico- ricocheting off. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like how he stands around and will explain it again too. Yeah. So it's like such an important piece of information that the game can't strand you mm-hmm. without it. So it lets you have him repeat it. So you can just like, what does the candle do again? And he just patiently <laughs> explains it. Yeah. Which is real fun to listen to.
0: Okay, so is there an element because like some of the stuff moves when you when you hit it, so you are going to spit on Wally once or twice as you are trying to get the final piece of like the final reflector plate to point right at the to point right at the um, candle, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like eventually, I end up kind of trial and erroring this a little bit. Yeah, that's what I did because so. I, yeah, I couldn't get past uh, couldn't get past Wally, so mm-hmm. kind of spit around to the shield and occasionally hit Wally, and eventually put out the candle.
0: Yeah. This is this is also the one place. If you, know, if you take too long trying to solve this, you'll fall into the acid and die. And then mm-hmm. that's that. That's where you go back to the go back to the present. And Elaine's like,
1: "No, you're not dead. You're, is you're, there a, is there a drowning death if you stay underwater at the Mad Monkey? I think so. I haven't seen the one for this game. I've only seen the one in the first game.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just like. <laughs> okay, so you are not a screaming. You, you are not a skeleton chair that is screaming this story to me. Therefore, you did not fall into the acid. Yeah.
1: Yep, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep, um, yeah, so eventually, you know, you attempt to escape and you're in the dark. Um, you have matches which you got out of a box or something like that or an envelope. It it's was a weird thing like when you like, I remember not picking up the matches. They were like,
0: they were in the voodoo bag that Yeah, uh,
1: they're they're in a thing that you got that you have to open up. That mm-hmm. were going back to uh Diwali uh-huh. with a voodoo love bomb. Um so you, you end up having matches. So you have to know to open this thing that like you didn't get really get a marker that you got in your inventory, which yeah. is kind of weird. Um, but then you're in a lightning room, you know, a dynamite storage room, <sighs> and you light the match, and it blows up, and and kills Wally. Apparently, there was a much darker scene with <laughs> yeah. Wally's fate, um, but they uh, they cut it. They cut it. So like, what was
0: it? He was stranded on a he was stranded on a, a raft or something like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, for the, for the for the special edition, they actually changed it. So initially, um, in the original, the entire fortress blew up, and you know Guybrush was thrown clear, um, flying for hours to get to Dinky Island. Yeah. But in the special edition art, it just blows off one side of the uh, it just blows off one side of the fortress.
1: Yeah, which causes like kind of people who I think who don't uh, don't get the <laughs> point to be like, "Is Largo LeGrand still alive?" Yeah. Like are <laughs> yeah, like- people who are engaged in the mythology in a way that I don't understand. Yeah, in a way that has
0: no consequence.
1: Like yeah. Hmm. And relax, relax your, uh, relax your mind a little bit, buddy. Like it is not. A, this isn't. You know, these aren't clues, and I don't know. Like lost. Yeah. That you need to to solve. Yeah, but yeah. I love the idea that you're flying through the air
0: for hours. Yeah. Just imagine yeah. like, just just imagining, guybrush like getting hoarse, screaming. Yeah. And eventually, just getting bored of it, and yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You you land on the beach, and this is one of the uh, commentary bits that pops up. Uh, where they acknowledge that they made the game too long and they don't know why they did it, aside from like insecurity over a game being too short. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Which yeah, they just need to make it uh, make it bigger mm-hmm. than the last one, which is like doesn't serve the game well. This no. isn't where I would cut from. Nope. Like I like the last island. I would have cut from map, you know, from the island or part two. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you definitely start kind of feeling it a little bit.
0: And in the commentary, Ron, like, says one of the things that he likes about the game is that it always fakes you out. You think it's going to end, and then it presents you with more game, which I can see those two issues being kind of linked, right? Yeah. Where, like, that's a cool feeling. Like, okay, you, you're you're solving what you think is the main quest, but, oh, man, there's something yeah, you're, even bigger and cooler after that. You're leaving Midgar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, um, you know. Yeah. But the, you,
1: you get a fatigue mm-hmm. from it. So, like, the uh, you can only do that trick so many times, Yep. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like this place where you landed. I like um, the the uh, parrot talking about you know it's speaking from the, those elders, those pirates. Where he's just like, "Where should we put the treasure?" <laughs> oh, you know, forget about it. We'll just tear the map into pieces. Like <laughs> you know, I like I like that parrot's attitude quite a bit. Um, even though it gets annoying listening to him talk. <whistles> yeah, like over and over. That's a bad uh, voice voice uh, version should, of the should, game. They should have gotten Gilbert Gottfried <laughs> to come into Iago. <laughs> That would have been great. Yeah. I love Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah. Um, the, uh, so, yeah, you're pretty much gonna, going through the island looking for crackers because yeah. the the parrot knows where it is. Um, you get to that bag puzzle we got, too. That's annoying. Yeah. Um, you had to pick up a thing. And, and then you also get you find a box of crackers, and they're unsalted crackers, but you can't use salt water for them. Yeah, it's cracker, it's it was, cracker mix. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was the opposite. I thought since the crackers weren't salted, I would need to use salt water. Mm-hmm. But no, so I ended up having to walk back to the distillery. Yeah, there's a still there. Uh, yeah.
0: Fun fact, and doing research for the for the notes, I was like, "Where did the Pollywanna Cracker meme come from?" And nobody knows.
1: Calling that a meme is funny. Like yeah. that makes me think of like kids on internet, <laughs> yeah, like just putting up pictures of I, I do not
0: But I can't think of a better word for that.
1: Which no, is I just think this, I think it's the correct word. Yeah. Like, it's a you know a, a discrete unit of mm-hmm. you know kind of shared culture. Yeah. Mnemonic, but the uh, the it's not commonly associated with meme. <laughs> yeah. so just a just a picture of a of a parrot like a grumpy cat I, yeah,
0: yeah yeah just a picture of a parrot with impact font like drawn into the margin of an of an illuminated manuscript
1: yeah yeah or <laughs> just or like and then you just get pictures of like Le- lebron james making a funny face yeah or he's just like "probably want a cracker?" <laughs> or something like that like that's what it seems like to me you like get out some of the young thirsties mm-hmm. and put that under under their uh under their eyes
0: yeah um yeah As you're exploring the uh, Dinky Island, the the forest, the 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 Lost Forest puzzle, or not really puzzle, you uh, you come across a a phone which you can use to call the hint line and ask about uh, you know for hints about what you're supposed to do next. And I really really like this gag.
1: I remember when, from when I was younger, I didn't run into it this time. Like it's not mandatory. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like it's just, if the um, you had kind of end up going off of the critical path a little bit mm-hmm. to get to it. So like I remembered it from when I was younger and ended up watching YouTube's of it because I wanted to see what they did with the voicing, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't run into it this playthrough. Yeah. So now,
0: uh, the, and again in the commentary they say that the hint line was actually a really big money maker for Lucas back in the oh, day. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, I imagine so. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> At one point you can ask how how much money have I spent talking to you?
1: Yeah. 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 It's really modest though. I think he says something like seventy five cents a minute.
0: Yeah. Well, in nineteen ninety-one dollars, that was you know yeah like
1: forty bucks yeah it was forty bucks. Day. <laughs> you know, man.
0: Um, Thanks, yeah. Obama. Yeah, but,
1: think, yeah, yeah. So. We, we we used to have jobs, hope, <laughs> and Obama, and headlines. Yeah, and headlines, and now mm-hmm. we have none. Yeah,
3: um,
1: yeah. Uh, so essentially, yeah, you, you, know, you get the get those crackers. Headline is again, it doesn't actually give you any hints. It's just around. fun. Yeah. Um, and then the, the parrot will kind of fly off to specific places. He tells you where to go kind of in cardinal directions from landmarks, you know?
0: Yeah. So there are all these different like topiary animals and the, you you get three hints over the course of it, which is like North from the pond to the, to the dolphin to the whatever, which eventually leads to this comically large X in the sand.
1: Yeah. It's pretty easy. Like it's a, it's it's not too bad. Um, so you you end up using your shovel and then dynamite, um, which you picked up from the beach. Um, yeah,
0: that, yeah, there's like, a, there's a there, there, uh, next to the pond, there's a crate full of dynamite.
1: Ah, uh, yes, yeah, yeah, that you have to, yep, you had to pry open with the crowbar, mm-hmm. make a grappling hook, um, swing over to the treasure, and makes a little Indiana Jones music, mm-hmm. um, which is cute, and then you're hanging from that rebar as both platforms collapse, and then that's where Elaine finds you.
0: And uh, you're back to the, to the present day and into one of the best ending sequences of, uh, of a game, I think.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yep. So you're into your, yeah, you're in the present day and it's not immediately obvious because, uh, Monkey Island does that thing where like real life technology and touchstones interact with something that is a period piece, yeah. you know? So the, the tunnels look distinctly modern, not least of which, because there's an elevator <laughs> there, but it's not so out of place that you immediately think that you are in modern day. Mm-hmm. Like you think you're in modern day for the game, um, as opposed to like modern day, like what the, the twist, you know, may or may not reveal. Mm-hmm. Um, and the truck shows up and uh, voodoo dolls you um, quite a bit. Like he doesn't actually, uh, I don't think he reveals that he's your brother yet. No, he does. Uh, it's think, like right away. Are you sure? I thought mm-hmm. he did that when he was on his, uh, you take off his mask when you, when you have voodoo dolled him. Nope. Nope. Uh, the, like him being your brother
0: is a clue for when you, is a clue that you need in order to put the voodoo doll together. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Huh. I remember it like, from like when he, like when you take off his mask, mm-hmm. and that's how you discover that it's your, he's your brother.
0: Yeah, it's an extended, it's it's an extended parody, but it's like right away. Like you know, Lechek says like I've got a surprise for you, and you ask what it is, and he says no, no, and he pulls out the he pulls out the voodoo doll and says also like I'm your brother, and that's when Guybrush does the whole Luke yeah, Skywalker the Luke. thing, like
1: no, that's impossible.
0: Yeah, yeah, about which, which really are piling on the
1: Lucas stuff here with
0: uh, with the voice acting is really funny.
1: Yeah, he does. He does it really well. Yeah, um, yeah, because that's a ridiculous part of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. That like that Luke sounds so stupid mm-hmm. when he does that. Yeah, Star Wars. But too.
0: Uh, like, you need that piece of information because you see your parents from before, and that ends up being the something of the dead uh, that you need to put the, um, the voodoo oh, doll yeah. together. Oh yeah,
1: Yep, yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. And so you're, you're 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 spending this sequence with uh, with Chuck following you around with the voodoo doll, warping you to uh, random areas of the of the map. And uh, yeah. the animation of you being tortured is just really, really unsettling, actually.
1: Yeah, because it, it's it's like, you know, Super Warner brothers you like, twisting your neck into a knot. Um, it reminds me of, there's like that one uh, Simpsons episode, it's Treehouse of Horror. The one where Bart gets the powers. Mm-hmm. Oh. And he turns, yeah, like, so he turns, um, turns Homer into, like, a Homer in the box. <laughs> and turns Lisa into a half horse. And then uh, does something with... Um, one of the characters, he makes their le- their neck stretch out, mm-hmm. makes them stretchy. And then, like, there's a scene right before they- where the head is all stretched out and lolling, and the person is clearly dead. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, and I know what you're talking about. It's, it's not Marge. Marge gets hairy, I think. Yeah. No, that's from A Gypsy's Curse. Maybe it is Marge in this one. Mm. Um, it's hard to get those, like, Treehouse of Horrors, you know, things. Uh, it's easy to get them confused. Mm-hmm. But one of them gets, like, a really dark, like, their head is just stretched out infinitely yeah. and it's like they're it's really creepy looking mm-hmm. and that's what this reminds me of yeah yep. well, well did, didn't he turn okay so is that the episode where
0: he turned skinner into like the creature from Duckamuck or whatever something like that made him into like this weird like four-legged umbrella tail kind of thing i think so yeah that was really yeah. unsettling
1: yeah yeah that, that, that's one of the cre- that's one of the scariest Treehouse house of horrors <laughs> yeah um <laughs> in, a, in yeah. a rich history of horror mm-hmm in a scary tradition. Um
0: but yeah, th- throughout this whole thing you're using your knowledge uh, from before of how to put together a voodoo doll in order to uh in order to get pieces off of Lechuck.
1: Yeah. Yep. And also do this like elevator weight puzzle. Yeah. yeah, thing which is which is a little like a little bit hinky to me. Yeah. Um but you know it's fine. Mhm. The yeah.
0: So you successfully get the Voodoo all together and you go to do the final confrontation. I forget the exact order of things uh, on this, but uh, eventually the, you know... Chuck is down oh you rip off his leg <laughs> so you can do yeah. all the sadistic stuff and you're like oh maybe i'll poke him here and then like the trick is you rip off the leg and then his leg comes off in this bloody mess
1: yeah and yeah. he falls down and it's super gory mm-hmm. and then that's where he does the mask part where yeah. i thought that the reveal was where he like asks you to come forward you take off his mask and he is your um kid little brother. or big yeah, kid brother chucky it's mm-hmm. like creepy brother chucky and you guys start arguing about like you know him or you fucking up one of his toys yeah um and him just like that wasn't a toy, it was it was so important, blah blah bloop. Mm-hmm. And then like the game, you know, then it does the you know, the crazy ending mm-hmm. where we talked about it before where like it shows them as little kids in a pirate themed amusement park. Yep. Which I like to think as being, you know, it's a big whoop is like in big letters on the side. Yeah. I like to think of that as a ride and like to think of the amusement park as Monkey Island. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the uh, yeah, like she they sent your little brother to go find you, you're not supposed to be in the tunnels. Like those two cleaning crew people from before mm-hmm come and uh you know shoot you out of the tunnels yeah so and then just as the end you know uh chucky's eyes glow and marley says something like i hope he uh he didn't cast some weird spell on him
0: yeah Yeah. i I love that the eyes glow it's like the end of thriller yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah.
1: which yeah yeah, is is m you know like it's supposed to add like it's supposed to be ambiguous we know that it's not just like a a curse kind of thing or it wasn't Mm -hmm. intended as such right in canon it is Mm -hmm. in ron canon it's not yeah I like the idea of this being, like, a specific kind of kid's, like, imagination. Yeah. You know, and the fact that so many things from the real world show up, and the fact that, like, the movers from before are the same people who shoo them out of the tunnel. Mm -hmm. Like, it just makes sense for somebody who's just having, like, an amazing little flight of fancy in their brain to, like, put the, kind of mix up these imaginary elements and real life elements. Mm -hmm. And, like, the kind of, like, immature sense of adventure and then, like, lack of moral consequence Mm -hmm. for violence or anything like that. Yeah. Like I like that ending as is on the page, Yeah. like a whole lot without it being like a double twist. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of where I land on it. Like it doesn't necessarily, you know, it's, it's canonically not the correct ending, mm-hmm. you know, canonically, this is all fake, but I like it better.
0: Yeah. It retroactively makes a great deal of sense um, yeah. within the game. Like just, I like the idea of the different islands being different lands in the amusement park and things. Um,
1: yeah. 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 And it's just—it just kind of like good-hearted. Mm-hmm. Like it kind of recontextualizes some of the darker stuff, or yeah. even some of the more like you know, uh, lo- you know, logic-defying stuff mm-hmm. as being like kid logic. Yeah, you know, Which, like it doesn't like some of the stuff doesn't you know doesn't actually some of the weird stuff doesn't matter because it's just like oh it's all being made up.
0: Yeah, it's Monkey Island via
1: Ax Cop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that's really strong. I think it's stronger than there being a like a canonical like what happened to Largo Legrand? Yeah. <laughs> Largo Legrand was like a grumpy hot dog salesman that he ran into earlier that day. Like yeah. there is no Largo Legrand. Like I think that's just like that's just neater and more resonant to me. Mm-hmm. And then the idea that in this imaginary world his parents are dead adds like a little bit of like bittersweetness to it. Mm-hmm. You know, like this is the kind of freedom that you have when you are totally by yourself and free to you know, to just kind of go wild, mm-hmm. you know, and there requires no parental supervision and it all ends when his parents kind of come back yeah. and wrangle him again. Like, I just feel like that's, you know, more resonant to me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yep. And just, it's, it's a brave choice, I think, especially, you know, if you're looking at this whole thing as like a big cartoon, you know, to, to deny people like a straightforward ending like that, Yeah, you know, like just if, if the, the more interesting choice is something that I'm going to be attracted to like all the, like most of the time.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, agreed. I mean, even though, and they add in those little kickers, those little, you know, maybe it was just a spell, maybe yeah. it was uh, LeChuck doing something like that. Like they add that in, but I choose to ignore that or ascribe that to Guybrush's imagination. Mm-hmm. Like it's just in his character. I don't know. Yep. Like I find him a much more likable character that way. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I would have loved to have seen like what the series did with <laughs> that as canon. Yeah. Like, that would have been incredible. Like, there's no, you know, no, I don't have any strong dislike for three and four. Like, I like those games just fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're, they are really kind of playing to the hits. Oh, man. You know,
0: Yeah, yeah. But, okay, so, like, imagine if they went forward and they had, like, a light world, dark world, um, you know, kind of notion. Um, where you went back and forth between real world and fantasy world to solve puzzles.
1: Like Arcadia and uh, kind of, yeah, Yeah,
0: or or, uh, like in a more like literal way. Think um, Day of the Tentacle with the time travel. Yeah, Yeah. so like
1: one thing influences, but it's through the
0: medium of imagination. Yeah, but it's 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 by way of like one thing. So accomplishing something in the in the real world frees up stuff in the uh, in the in the you know fake fantasy world and like the and like the tone of like of the fantasy takes a turn based on what's happening um in the real world like uh like the uh have you ever seen the fall no Uh, it's a it's a it's a really good movie it's a it's more visually striking than anything but it's uh it's this fantastical story that's being told to this little girl in a hospital and Mm -hmm. uh like uh it's being told by a guy who's going through uh morphine withdrawal and so like as, as his mental state gets worse, the story gets more and more dark as it goes along. Mm. So I could see that being like a really cool, interesting way to take this, you know, playing on the idea of this being a kid's
1: fantasy. Yeah. That's really neat. Yeah. That would be cool. Hmm. Yeah. I would have, I would have loved to have seen it.
3: Yeah.
1: And we never will. Nope. Um, so that's unfortunate. <laughs> and, uh, Ron is notoriously, uh, been real tight lipped about his original plans for it. Mm hmm. Um, so that's a, that's a secret that he's going to take to his grave. It's mm-hmm. so, dark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he said there's an interview. He talked about, um, say like releasing the information to his attorney to be read in the event of his death or something, but then was, and he was, he's a funny guy. He's joking, mm-hmm. but that somebody, you know, some rabid fan would arrange <laughs> for his death at that point. Yeah. So he can't, he can't tell <laughs> for fear of his life. Um, Yeah. And that's, uh, that's Monkey Island too. Yeah,
0: I think I've covered everything I need to say about it.
1: Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, We have a real adventure game heavy year. Mm-hmm. Um, I like adventure games. Doing this uh, game did make me feel a little like I wish that it was a little bit more spaced out Yeah. than, than it is. Just because, you know, I try not to. Same thing with JRPGs. Like, I can't mm-hmm. talk about Final Fantasy 7 without talking about being annoyed at grinding. Like, it's just so integral to the experience. Yeah. That I, I even though it's a it's a point that's already on the page, like it's just something that I feel a lot when I'm playing it, mm-hmm. and I'm going to run into that with these adventure games too, where like these kind of adventure game tropes that are, you know, mildly frustrating to me, yeah. in the face of things that I do like about them, but they're mildly frustrating to me, mm-hmm. are going to keep rearing their head.
0: Yeah, you and
3: know,
1: and 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 and
0: that's and and sorry, and that's sad for me um, because that means it'll be several years before we do. I have no mouth and I am a scream. Which was just released yeah. on GOG.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's definitely, definitely going to be a little while before I need it, especially yeah. if I might do an adventure game of this vintage. Like mm-hmm. the two of them, I think we're doing two more this year, um, or is it three? It might be three. So, like the two of them that I have in my mind mm-hmm. are more modern leaning in some ways. Yeah. So there's going to be some of those thing; those edges are kind of scraped off. Um, but yeah. And, and then, like, I like uh, I Have No Mouth and I Must Scream. Like mm-hmm. that's a, that's a real good game. I'm, I'm with you on that. But, yep. yeah, it would be at least a year in any case. Because yep. because we're yeah. already planned out. Yeah, because yeah, our year is booked. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe a year and a half <laughs> um, for that one. That can be the next adventure game we do after this year. True. So I I'm I will commit to that because I like that game a lot. Um, yeah, Monkey Island 2, real good. Mm-hmm. Um, I go back and forth between this one and the first one. Like, this one has a lot to recommend it over the first one. It just it also, has, and it has the ending, which probably makes me like it more. I wish it had a little less bloat yep. to it. Like the first one is really economical, which yeah. I really appreciate. That's
0: right about where I fall down on it too. Yeah.
1: yeah. So a good ending, you know, better jokes, mm-hmm. better visuals, better music, like kind of puts it over the edge, but it just, I, you know, I always wish there was a little less fat on it. Um, yeah, I still think, I think I still feel like my favorite LucasArts adventure game is still maniac mansion. Yeah. Um, just like the weird kind of sense of like, it's not as funny, but just it's weird kind of tone and surrealness mm-hmm. to it. I think that's still my favorite, but
0: yeah, my answer to that question changes every single day.
1: Yeah. <laughs> do you think about that every day?
0: Well, I mean, just like if you asked me yesterday, what do you, you know, what do you like? Yeah. Well, I'm, okay. Not yesterday because I had Monkey Island 2 on the brain, uh, yeah. <laughs> but just like alternately, I would say, you know, Grim Fandango or uh, I really like of the tentacle, you know, et cetera, yeah. and on down the line
1: yeah and then there are different things that you like about them too you know it like I love Day of the Tentacle as well um, there's just something about like it being introduced to me mm-hmm. you know some of that world and kind of like you know this humor beats being introduced for the first time gives it more potency and they're real good games yep real good games it took Sierra a long time to catch up yeah. and start doing you know I like Sierra adventure games a lot too but kind of like Gabriel Knight onward it took them a little while to get you know most of those quest games can can you know piss up a rope <laughs> As far as far as I'm concerned, like, did they do a uh, quest for glory? No, um, quest for glory is a different. That would be like a fascinating game to do for the show because yeah. that's a real weird series. Mm-hmm. Um, those are some of those are really strange hybrids. Yeah, I like uh, those a lot. I like them too, but I wonder. I played them as much younger. I wonder how they'd hold up for me. Mm-hmm. I but like looking back on them, I'm like that is fucking weird. Like a class based. <laughs> Class-based RPG adventure game like Th- that lets you port your character from game to game. Yeah, like just yeah. the thinking of the design decisions that are involved in like making everything work. Mm-hmm. Without like, man, maybe we, we could like we don't. I don't want to start planning out two years in advance, but like <laughs> probably during that year, we should do a quest for glory. And I have no mouth and I must scream. Yeah, because uh, that's that's a good idea. Um, yeah. Yep. So um, next week. So just by way of announcements. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got several things. Yep. Um, next week, we'll be joined by Ron Gilbert, mm-hmm. um, you know, principal designer of Monkey Island 1 and 2, Maniac Mansion, Scurvy Scallywags, Cave, many things um, to, you know, <laughs> so we've gone through this episode kind of like laid out our piece and talked it out and we're going to uh, bring some questions to him.
0: Yeah. So we've already put um, a call out for questions that you might have. And we have a handful of those. We're really looking forward to getting Ron back on the mic. He was here uh, with us last year to talk about, uh, to talk about maniac mansion, which uh, was really, really fun. Um, this is a rare situation where we're recording the uh, we're recording our responses, like like your listener responses after the main you know session. So pay attention to the Facebook group, like as you're listening to this, or just if you're listening and you have thoughts on Monkey Island 2, go to duckfeed.tv/contact and send them in, um, and we'll record those. Those will probably be between the uh, um, Ron Gilbert section and our kind of cut content you know the, yeah. the 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 deleted scenes um, just there yeah
1: yeah um, and and yeah still plenty of time when we bulk up those um, also by way of announcements um, and so is this the last episode that comes out before or will the Kirby episode come out before the show Kirby episode comes out before the show Cool. So you know, you still have plenty of time. If you're in the Pacific Northwest, Watch Out for Fireballs is doing a live show at the Portland Retro Gaming Expo. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on Saturday or Sunday. We don't know which day it is yet. They have not told us. I'm gonna email some some you know <laughs> gonna bust some heads. I'm gonna bust some heads on those those friends. And uh, but come both days because there's gonna be fun stuff. We're doing a, we're doing a Super Mario Kart. Um, we will be joined during that. This is uh, by Bob Mackie. Um, during that panel, so come watch uh, us and Bob, um, Monsters of Something Awful gaming thread, <laughs> um, talk about uh, Mario Kart. Come play Mario Kart at our booth, um, do some races, win some prizes. Tell us your thoughts. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's going to be fantastic. And as a reminder, I don't think we've underlined this quite exactly. So we kick-started that. If you did not uh, support the Kickstarter, this is going to be something we're going to sell. Yeah, this isn't yeah. the next episode or anything like that. So this mm-hmm. is going to be a lot of work. We're going to make it a really nice thing put together so the live show with all the responses and kind of the portland retro gaming experience is going to be kind of a package yeah um so uh so if you didn't support the kickstarter um you'll be able to hear that if you'd like and it'll be priced reasonably yeah um and on the store after we get it together
0: yep duckfeed.tv slash store where you can buy uh we have the first episode of Waff tracks up there it's real mm-hmm. good um you know we like it Just yeah doing pre- premium content uh you know going forward
1: yeah yep Absolutely. Speaking um, so,
0: of Kickstarter backers, Gary.
1: Oh yeah. Music. Speaking of spreadsheets I need to put in, put up. <laughs> and speaking of here is our final um shout out segment. Yes, 11 awesome people. Who gave us yep. money so we could do that aforementioned live show? So yep. let's jump right in. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, first off, we'd like to thank Kyle Odin. Thank yep. you, uh, old Kyle, one eye, um, <laughs> yes. for uh, for not smiting us with your thunder, <laughs> you know, and instead just... smiting us with your your hardened cash. <laughs> yes, so. also
0: known as uh, Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes uh after that jake rodkin of the idle thumbs podcast thank you so much jake it rules yeah thanks Ja. thanks jake <laughs> thanks um, jah
1: ja. <laughs> yeah, I, ja, I, I was just yeah thanks jah uh one one god one love jake <laughs> um next up is uh i like your new haircut thank you yeah thank you i like your new haircut mm-hmm. you noticed <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: after him is brad carey uh super fan brad carey thank you brad
1: yeah, we love Brad. Yeah. Um, speaking of superfans, uh, Brian Wade, um, awesome dude. Mm-hmm. Interact with him frequently on Twitter. Um, thank you, Brian. Yeah.
0: After him is Jenny of Video Games Taco,
1: um, excellent uh-huh. podcast over there. Thank you, Jenny.
0: We really, uh, we really appreciate uh, your support and the frequent mentions and everything. Uh, I am sad because Jenny is the only one of the uh, Video Games Tacos that I did not meet when they were in Columbus. So, oh. and from what I understand, she is our biggest fan uh, among oh. them. So.
1: Womp womp. Thanks, Jenny. Yes, thank you, Jenny. If you're if you're ever uh, in the same place we are, yeah, let us know. Um, also, thanks to Joni. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you, Joni. Yep. Then Tim Anderson. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh Thank you, Tim. Much appreciated. Uh, next up, uh, Dav Langsworthy of the New Hampshire Langsworthies. <laughs> in um, <indeed. laughs> a yes. landed gentleman. Truly, a man worthy of Lang. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> um yeah also also worthy of lang is william segrest uh
0: also <laughs> at the will Dawn on twitter
1: yeah check that out he is literally the uh the don of wills yeah. at at the will Dawn. um next up is uh a uh zaragoza
0: uh, zaragoza james Asie? bond villain
1: <laughs> oh yeah yeah uh, is that should i say asia did i uh, no, this, I don't.
0: It's I, it's a it is a non-standard name. So I think that there is some there 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 is some um, I think forgiveness that can be extended to us. We apologize if we got it wrong, but we said it two ways.
1: Yeah. So it, it, if it's not that, it's probably Asia. Asia. Uh, uh, can you say that as Gabriel Knight? Yeah, Asia. <laughs> uh, Asia, guys. I'm gonna <laughs> <Dom ball. laughs> okay. It just gets you into a it gets
0: you into into a a loop that gets bigger as it goes.
1: <laughs> it's called a fugue state. Yeah, <laughs> It's not a laughing matter, Cole.
0: <laughs> oh, that's where uh, you end up <laughs> naked in a supermarket.
1: Yeah, exactly. Just, just like haggling uh, with the the clerk yeah. for for alligator heads. Yeah. Answer what you want. <laughs> you ask what do you want? I answer what I want. <laughs>
0: And then finally, uh, last but very much not least, Alexander.
1: Yep, Uh, the gigantic city made of holy.
0: Yes, my favorite summon.
1: Yep. So (laughs) thank you, Alexander. And thank you, everybody. Yes. So, yeah, I was happy that we were able to, like, personally thank everybody who was involved. Mm -hmm. That's great. Yeah.
0: So you all rule. You made something awesome possible. And uh, we are
1: uh, in your debt. Yeah. Thank you. Um, You may collect that debt at any time. (laughs) I'm planning on having kids at any time soon. When I do... Look out for those birth announcements and come and knock in. And if I cannot guess all of your names for all of your names, I think that's how this works. Um, you may spin my baby into gold. Um, <laughs> the uh-
0: So that's um, about the extent of our announcements, uh, too. I would like to say that uh, in in lieu of doing an actual uh, second anniversary episode, this is our uh, two-year mark on the run.
1: Yeah. uh, Roughly uh, thereabouts. First episode came out on my birthday. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tomorrow is my birthday now. As
0: as we're recording,
1: yes. Yeah, as we're recording. So everybody who's listening to this, thanks for not giving me anything. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You (laughs) dummies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> second anniversary, um, kind of doing the the live show and uh, and this uh, this kind of special thing in lieu of a, and we did our uh, watch Out for interactions is <laughs> kind of our our lives our anniversary yeah, special, special, yeah, yeah, this year. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so thanks again for two years or for another year of support. Yeah, and uh, we really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, what are we doing in the coming episodes? Cool. In the coming
0: episodes, we are going to be talking about Kirby Superstar. Uh, mm-hmm. Which is a game for SNES? You can get a remake of it uh, for the DS if you so choose. Um, available are- on Virtual Console as well. Yes. Oh, cool. That's good. That's yep. pro- that's probably how I'm going to play it then. Um, mm-hmm. And we are going to be joined by,
1: yes, Sam Anderson. Sam Anderson. Yes. So the the first of our Kickstarter uh, guest episodes, mm-hmm. which I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, um, yeah it's mm-hmm. going to be. So if me and Cole start arguing about whether it's logical <laughs> that. Kirby can swallow these animals that are half his size. And Cole talks about how swallowing an animal is the principal mechanic of platformers. I think, my, and, and I think then we my argument, will have a third person to to break us up.
0: I think my argument is it, it, it doesn't matter if it's logical that you can swallow them or not.
1: Yeah. Geez, Gary. In a world where you're a pink blob, um, yeah, the yeah. – uh,
0: yeah. Oh man! So
1: We'll have somebody to keep us in check.
0: <laughs> Forty-five minutes heals all wounds. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Sam, there's a lot of pressure on you. Yeah. Um, I hope you're up to it,
2: Mom, uh, Dad. Stop. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll just we'll just focus all our aggression on Sam. Yeah, um, yeah. interloper. Yeah, <laughs> you've been gallivanting around with that Sam, haven't you? <laughs> haven't you? <laughs> Uh. um yeah after that we are doing a game that i've already i'm already a significant portion through because i could not wait to replay it Mm -hmm. um bioshock yeah which on replay like this is one of my favorite video game series yeah like i'm gonna play the second one after this because i wanted to hit minerva's den Mm -hmm. in the wake of gone home and uh you know infinite despite my problems with it was very good Mm -hmm. like this is it's great like it is a lot of time has kind of dulled some of the shine on it in kind of critical circles i feel like Mm -hmm. but it's so good yeah and it, it also, here's the thing that I, I remembered it about it, but wasn't active in my mind, is that it's a horror game.
0: Yeah, it is scary as fuck.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, like it is very effective as a horror game. Um, so if you're, you know, people who didn't like the shooting, like it's not a Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. It's a horror game and it works really well as such. Um, just got through, uh, just got to Andrew Ryan before we got a mic.
0: Mm, okay. So, so, yeah, you know, you're like two thirds of the way through.
1: Yep, and I just did, that means I just did Fort Frolic, and there is no part part (laughs) of Fort Frolic I don't like. Like, that's so good. Mm Um, yeah, so I'm really excited about that. Yeah. Um,
0: after that, after that, uh, it's going to be another special episode. We're going to record it live when we're at uh, Portland or record pieces of it there, uh, which is, uh, the fun center episode. That was one of our stretch goals. Going to take some portable recorders out to uh, a family fun center in the Portland area and do mini golf and ticket games and skee ball and all those kind of things. Talking about the, uh, the midways of old.
1: Yep. And uh, just by point of order, like that episode will not have an extra episode right. attached to it, and it's not just live recording. So we're going to mm-hmm. have some initial reactions, and we'll probably come back to a quieter place and kind oh, of. Yeah, uh, yeah you know do do a body of an episode but um and we'll probably end up hitting some arcade games while we're there too even oh, though course. we've already covered arcades mm-hmm. but uh that is a live gaming experience mm-hmm. that uh you know we don't want to give a short shrift no. um those people who follow the kickstarter closely realize there are other live gaming experiences that are on there um mm-hmm. our dungeons and dragons episode even though we're recording it soon is not mm-hmm. going to come out for a while just so we can space these things out yeah so don't think we forgot um i'm looking forward to it a whole lot, and. uh yeah, that's going to be really fun. It's just going to come out later. Yep.
0: And I think that's about all we're going to announce. We're already a couple of months ahead um, on yeah. that. So there's yep. exciting then, stuff coming down the line. You know, we we make allusions to it throughout the course of several episodes, but we do have the whole year plans. And I don't think that there's a stinker among it.
1: No, it's, yeah, it's great. Like it it looks, it looks really good. Every, sorry to bump my table there. That makes it hard to edit around. <laughs> um, the, uh, everything, I'm looking at our schedule right now. Everything looks great. The, um, and all of the guest episodes like were really cool picks.
2: Yeah. You
1: know, so like the ones that guests are on or ones that listeners suggested mm-hmm. are all really cool.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, I really appreciate it. like people tended to give us like kind of options yeah. like choose this or this. And that was really helpful in planning out our year and making sure that it's not one hundred percent adventure games mm-hmm. um, as opposed to just being merely like thirty <laughs> percent um <laughs> adventure games. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm looking forward to playing all of these games. Yeah. So Cool. Well,
0: this episode has been incredibly long, um, and
1: we need to uh, make it end somehow. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah. In uh, until next time, what should they watch out for? Uh,
0: they should watch out for <laughs> falling down and hitting their heads.
1: Yes. Watch out for watch out for broken planks, and grog, and fireballs, and grog. <laughs>
0: and people who get some grog in their mouth and pull out a lighter and spit a grog
1: fireball <laughs> yeah there we go there we go <laughs> Yeah, there's the connection there we go Because adventuring is not a crime. <coughs> oh, uh, Dombala <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm putting a marker there because that's the outro The slather and honey on a cat perverted? The parish judge thought so. But Stan showed sin- <coughs>